are you are you still doing the uh the so, i mean are you still doing the D podcast yes is- we are we what we did is we had like a um like an in-person like we had like 12 people over and did like an in-person D like epic mm-hmm. like a one day all day three different parties all in one location playing D um and so the planning for that kind of put the bod- the podcast on back burner fair enough are you ever going to release any episodes of said show not my business <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm happy to keep recording them, but it's up to Michael to release them. Yeah, you know, I mean, like if if season one of our podcast was talking about VR over time, season two and now into season three has been, yeah. hey, is that D and D podcast ever going to get so, released? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it, it's really good. <laughs> I believe you. I'd love yeah. to listen to it. Yeah, it's great. I would I would love other people to listen to it. <laughs> it's like I myself would like to listen yeah. to it and find out what yeah. it was like. Yeah. Um yeah. Know, Elden Ring Elden Ring came out recently. Well, y- yeah. I mean I saw that you blasted through seventy some odd fuck I mean, are you done? Like I'm I finished my first character. Uh, okay. I was just really busy the last couple of days, so I haven't had a chance. I haven't had like a good chunk of time to like sit down and play it. Yeah. So we did D and D yesterday. We're doing a new campaign, and it's like, uh, so Got I'm it. ready. I have my second character already started. I'm ready. Okay. How's your playthrough going? I um oh boy. So I just finished, and I guess okay. So like for everybody on the everybody listening, um yeah, I'll, you'll do a little bit of spoilers um on on Elden Ring. Although that being said, I imagine we're probably going to want to do. A whole yes, podcast. we're not going to talk very much about it. I want to do a whole podcast for sure. Yeah, that'll be the next podcast. So, spoiler alert, yes. the next podcast is going to be, I think, what, like a Dark Souls just in general. Yes. Yeah, 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 I think talking about the whole series as a whole, yeah. Yeah, so like I'll just... Kingsfield just... on. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, I've never played yeah. Kingsfield or Demon Souls oh. for that matter, but... You oh, know. okay, well, so yeah, there's a lot I mean, There's a lot there to unpack. It's There's yes. a lot. Yeah, I uh, I definitely have some strong opinions. Um, and then, of course, I played Bloodborne, which I know you haven't actually got a chance to yes, like physically play. I have not. Yeah, I have not. Yeah, yeah that's too bad, you know, because I think you'd like Bloodborne, but that's, yeah, that's actually, neither here After there. playing Elden Ring, I definitely think I would like Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. But um, I uh, I think, oh, is it last night I finally beat uh, General Radon? Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a huge—I didn't think I was going to be able to beat that. Neither. Well, I mean, so, you know, all I can say about that fight is after I realized that you could summon multiple people, like I was going into every single one of those fights, um, like fucking uh, Gary Oldman in. uh, Yeah, everyone. Yeah, it's like it's like I want you to summon everyone. What do you mean? To- Everyone. Yeah. Did, did you know you can resummon? <laughs> yes. Oh, I was going yeah, around I, fucking popping everybody. Although that yeah, being said. I did not realize that. <laughs> that I fight was the, the one where I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get swole for this fight. So I. Uh, yeah. Because I've been using. um. So I've been using the. What is it? Like the Houndstooth. Uh, how oh yeah, the, the bloodhound. Blood yeah, because yes. I, I I did I did samurai right because mm. like of course. Um, so I've been like doing a dex build, which like I I don't never I don't ever do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I was like ah yeah. fuck it whatever. Like samurai's cool. I'm gonna do dex build. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do it up. Um, but I uh and of course I had to do that fight regardless of whether or not it was the best armor choice. I had to do that with the uh, the wolf mask. That was that was crucial. So oh yeah, nice. Had to make sure I was wearing that. You know that was that was critical. And then I um. Yeah, I fucking, I got my sword up to plus nine, like, I got my flasks up to plus five, so, like, I didn't have to pop two to to actually, like, um, heal myself up, you know, rode my horse the whole time, summoned fucking everyone, like, yeah, I mean, like, and it still took me several tries to beat it, even with all of that, so. It's one of those fights where you're just like, man, it's... 
it's so intense the whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I grounded out for like an hour um, at a lower level and I was like, I'm getting fucking nowhere. I'm doing like chip damage to this guy. Like, I can't like yeah. I need to be doing at least an inch of damage per <laughs> hit. You know, yes. like for this to even be feasible. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And actually, I mean, it. I will say like just as a and I don't want to get too far into it, obviously, and <laughs> use up all the things I have to say. But I will just say as a general concept, I think that this Elden Ring seems to have been very much designed around like using like the, the spirit ashes and summoning on a more regular basis. Like it, it feels yeah. it feels different than my like you could play it like dark souls and then it's just the hardest dark souls yeah but, exactly but i get the feeling that miyazaki's like no i could you just please i make these summons are so cool just summon them you'll, you'll yeah. like them <laughs> yeah. and like the fact that you can just like you don't have you like there's there's not one or two paths to go down so it's just like you can get really swole oh like yeah you we're saying and so like you can shoot you can essentially choose your difficulty in elden ring yeah which has always been true but like even to a greater extent now like yes. you don't have to grind so much as you could just fuck off somewhere else yeah and yeah but yeah so but i guess then, the, go ahead i'm gonna say but you're enjoying it oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i um that's, yeah that's all i was interested in <laughs> i i literally i just stopped playing like whatever like 30 minutes ago because i was like okay the podcast is coming up and i don't want to be in the middle of something <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so oh, hell yeah nice but um yeah no i just finished i just finished ronnie's quest line oh fuck you well you didn't but cool no 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 i mean i mean other than finishing the game i finished i did oh, all the oh things. okay sure yeah i just really? i because I, ju I just i just killed and again spoilers but i just killed uh blythe and got the rest of his armor and i was very oh, okay. disappointed yeah. to find out i could not wear all of it with my current endurance stat so oh, wait, you get his armor when you kill him yeah oh i didn't i don't feel like i got his armor when i killed him sorry that was he... just me typing a little bit no that's that's fine uh you killed him in front of ronnie's rise right like after you do her quest line and give her the ring and all that shit you you killed her like killed him and you went back to ronnie's rise and killed him huh no, I don't think I did. Oh, you should do that and get his armor. It's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I should do that, yeah. I should go back on my level 150 max equipment dual-wielding strength colossal weapon character <laughs> and just, like, one-tap him. Yeah, I mean, you should absolutely do that. Because, yeah, I mean, like, so I had to choose... I never, I never got his helmet either. Oh, his helmet is behind, um, you know where the fucking, like, asshole summoner dude is in the three, like, because there's the three towers and his yep. tower? Mm-hmm. If you oh, go behind, behind his tower, the the, uh, the head is there. Okay, cool. cool yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've been, I've been, well, give me something to do after this. I've been looking up a bunch of stuff because I was yeah. like... Oh, right. yeah, yeah. At a certain point, I, I just started looking up everything because I was like, I, I don't... I never really... I, I play the Souls games blind until I get frustrated and I stop enjoying it and then I look it up because... I want to enjoy my experience. I have always, I have always, and again, I, I don't want to get too far into this, but like, I, I, and I'll argue, you know, next time we do this, but like, I, I will, I will say that I think Miyazaki intends for you to use the wiki, you know, that like, I think that he really is big on the whole idea of like, this is like a community effort. And it's like, you know, cause I feel like, I feel like they had an interview with him at some point. So I don't think I'm saying anything controversial, but like, I feel like he, he had an interview at some point where he, you know, he talked about like the whole concept of Dark Souls is very much like came from like the playing with your friends and like you know people in like the neighborhood like being like oh yeah you know if you go here like this thing and you know like, yes. like from like legend of zelda type shit yeah 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 and, i think that's definitely it yeah and so I it's agree. like using the wiki is like 
part of it. It's like it's like, you know, the 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 the, the giant internet sized version of like talking to your friend group and yeah. finding out secrets in a game. Talking to Joey Smelly Pants. Yeah, from down the street who yeah, like, exactly. you know, nobody wants to hang out with, but at least he knows how to get smell. the, you know, yeah. great moon great sword. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. So yeah, I, I definitely next time I want to do yes. a full Dark Souls, yeah. Bloodborne, Elden Ring, yeah, Kingsfield. Awesome. Demon Souls and I'll, I'll, I'll have been able to get some PvP in by that point, so I'll, I'll have a better understanding of how much I actually like the game, ultimately. <laughs> yeah, we'll turn to our man on the street, Steven, for his yeah. uh, PvP experience, because... Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> You're not going to do that, yeah. I, I will probably do some PvP eventually once I'm, like, kind of done-ish with the game, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I did get, I, I do keep that ring on the, like the, whatever the, oh. the blue one is, yeah, 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 and definitely. I did get summoned once, and we did yeah. win, and that was fun, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's it, that's the fun stuff. Absolutely. But yeah, man, so, uh, <laughs> I guess the other thing that I've been up to, obviously, is making just an absolute dump truck full of music for yes. you to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, very little ultimately in the grand scheme of things. Yes, but more, more than yes. I intended. It's kind of like. Six, six songs. Yeah. I, I, it was kind of like, you know, I, I made a couple songs and I, I was like, oh man, like, am I out of ideas? Like, can I like actually come up with anything? And then like proceeded to make like an album's worth of music. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So you got, you changed your recording setup as well. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've, I've been downloading a bunch of like new free plugins and I also bought myself a, an actual MIDI controller. It's like a little mini mini controller it's just got like i think it's got like 25 a little keys. mini mini controller i that's i know it's a mouthful right yeah, um but it's, it's it's got 25 keys but like it's got what what is important is it's got like a pitch and a, a modulation wheel which is like obviously what my like my shitty old keyboard that i was using before did not have so it's like sometimes i like if i want to play like piano i have that keyboard for that but this is like if i want to do like lead stuff where i want to like bend and do all sorts of you know funness and like performative type aspects and so it's just like a little small thing it's got pads for doing drums it's cool i like it it's you know oh cool what yeah. is it called it's called uh, a nectar lx 25 plus nectar with a k by the way oh of course it's with a k of yeah. course what was i even thinking okay yeah one of those yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a couple songs i like where it's just a guy playing like one of these essentially yeah i mean they're amazing you know and like yeah. i can actually yeah, like control cool. the um like the software with it you know so i can start and stop i can hit record i can do i mean it's i i am i am nice. not even close to using it to its full potential you know at all but like <laughs> it's you know <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a great instrument. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very useful to have. It's kind of nice if I just want to like bust that out and like you know do something kind of small, you know. So it's I, I, I yeah I like it a lot. But yeah, man. So did you want to listen to a did you want to listen to a couple of those tracks and let me know what you yeah, think? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, hit me with it. So I'm gonna listen to Black Metal Drum Loop first. Are you listening to the? Because I sent you a couple versions of that. Um, make oh, sure you're boy. listening to the, the 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 actual version of it. So okay. Well, yeah, yeah. So unfinished black metal thing. Yeah, Forest of Malice, I think is what I ended up calling oh, it. Oh, okay. That's Forest of Malice? Okay, yeah, and that's great. the actual one after I okay. I decided I, I was going to make it an actual song. Yep, that definitely sounds like black metal. <laughs> oh, is that your voice? Yeah. Wow, that's good. Damn. That's... <laughs> you have to drink some tea after that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yelling a little bit now because I got... No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, this just sounds like a black metal song. This is great. Oh, that's fantastic. That's exactly what I was hoping to hear. <laughs> I mean, it's not like 13 minutes long, so it's clearly not a black metal song, but, <laughs> you know, it sounds like one. Yeah, that's what I was going for. 
Yeah. You gotta like, I don't know. You gotta like record it in another room from your like microphones. That's the next step you gotta take. Well, okay. I was gonna do, um, I, I had played around with doing like a, a true, like a fucking true cult version of it where I just <laughs> absolutely crush it to death. And <laughs> it's, yeah. it sounds hilarious. So I might have to send that to you at some point. Yeah, I do. Definitely. <laughs> yes. This reminds me a lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. You got, you even got like the fast bit. Exactly. Do you post these with the podcast? I do. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. This is good. Awesome. This is just like, this reminds me of a uh, fucking, uh, like uh, early Oliver or, um, oh my God. Uh, the French one. Oh, like, uh, Alceste? Al- no, not all. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's Amisers. black metal. So- Amisers. Amisers. Thank you. This reminds me of Amisers a little bit. I mean, I'll take that as an enormous compliment. Yeah, like, <laughs> like half over half Amisers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll take that as the enormous compliment that it is. It is, yeah, it's an extreme compliment. Wow, I can't believe that's you singing, dude. It's that's... honestly like so, and that was part of the reason why I wanted to send it to you. I wanted to see like it's like does it hold up? Like does it actually sound like? Yeah, you know? if, if 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 you just were like, hey man, I want to listen to this black metal song, and like you put put it on YouTube under a different name, I'd have been like, yeah, this is good black metal. Oh hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's just good. Awesome. Okay. Um. Oh, actually, there's you. Oh. There's uh there's like there's one before that really quick. It's a new music. I think it was on January eighth. Oh okay yeah let me get you. Yeah I've actually got even more. Yeah I I'm sorry like I said I sent Jason. you just an no, it's absolute. Fine. No it's good. This is the music podcast. This, this is, is the yes. <laughs> oh new music yeah I see it yeah. yeah. Disco Elysium, the chaotic techno one. That's I, I mean that one was fine. It's whatever. Um, and then the the last like the hyperpop one, the last version of it. Yeah. Oh, there's two. Yeah, hyperpop thing. And then one more update. Yes. Yeah, one more update. But yeah, the windshine piano was the thing that started the whole thing out. And here's the actual chaotic song. Give me. I want to download it. Don't don't. I don't want to listen to my brow. There we go. All in there. Chaotic hyperpop windshine. <laughs> that's a song name right there. <laughs> Okay, chaotic techno beat. <laughs> you you played too much Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I can already tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh my god, I feel like I'm playing one of the Johnny Silverhand sections all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like, where's where's my revolver so I can like walk around corners and shoot people in the head? This was me. I was experimenting with a lot of stuff because I was I was learning how to do things like automation properly, and I'll explain what that is at some point, but, like, I was basically I trying you. to... Like, you know, you're just, like, setting up a loop, and then, like, keep going? Well, it's more like things like how it, you know, it sort of fades in like that, where it's not fading in, like, from a volume perspective, it's actually fading in from, like, a, like, a EQ filter perspective. Um, and there's a couple other points in here where I am. I'm, like, fucking around with, like, basically moving sliders automatically through the software. Yes, I, yes, I can tell that, yeah. I can tell you're having fun with the sliders. Yeah, I was I was fucking around with it. I was I was basically just trying to figure out like what can be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring that guitar in. Couldn't Which is not yourself. an actual guitar. <laughs> oh really? Oh wow. Okay. I know, you right? Fool me. You did fool me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then back to the burner. <laughs> yes, this is definitely this is video game music. Oh, for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. This is that this is what it reminds me of. That's good though. The middle part's nice. I like all the I the messing around was what sounded very cool ultimately. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, no, don't immediately. Yeah, that was good. Nice. Chaotic techno beat. Okay, hyper pop thing. Yeah, also I will mention the the yes. black metal thing. The only thing that wasn't because I did play the guitars on that. The only thing that wasn't me was the drums, because I can't play drums that well. <laughs> no, I figured those were synthesized drums, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you hadn't become like 
a, an amazing black metal drummer yeah no <laughs> yeah and like yeah just in the background Ooh, i like this i like the sound of this already this hyper pop this is very bubblegum that's exactly what it was going for yeah is this you singing still it is heavily processed of course yes yes of course <laughs> just knowing it's your voice is like it's oh it's a little funny the yeah, um that was really good though i like that so have you never heard of hyperpop before? I guess not. Yeah, it's it's a whole genre, and I was basically—I mean, like, I, if you listen to like any of the songs from that, I'm hoping that you'll you'll find that I did in fact nail it. But basically, Hyper-pop. somebody described it once as take the last 20 years of popular music and put it in a blender, and then make chipmunks sing it. Um, <laughs> and that's hyperpop. Oh, uh, oh, this song. Wait a second. What's this first song? Yeah, you've probably and, like, the very heard. the very first song. I'm like, oh yeah, I recognize that. I've heard I think. That. I mean, yeah, if you, I think it's, I think it's actually, uh, one of the ones you sent me before. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, that, that, yeah, that reminded me of some of the other bands I listened to. That makes sense. That was really good. I, I mean, I love that. Awesome. Uh, wind chime, piano, ambient. Yeah. I accidentally made disco Elysium music. <laughs> How ambient are we talking about here? Not actually ambient. Okay. I mean, ambient in the sense of like, it would be in the background of like a video game ambient, not yeah. ambient as in like. It's not a song. It's a literal ambient sound. Yeah. I haven't really moved into that genre. <laughs> yeah. Have you listened to Wob or Wob? No, I don't think so. Oh, you should check him out. I should just don't even post the album in the Discord here. Because that's I don't think I would ever recommend it as an album to like talk about. Because I don't ambient. know what I would I don't know what I would fucking say about it. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's it, ambient. <laughs> it's kind of ambient. It's like it's like nature music. Hmm. Interesting. It's it's really good though. I'm sure you might get some inspiration from it. I, I'll absolutely check it. I mean, I've gotten an inspiration from it. I mean, even the stuff that we're going to talk about today, I got inspiration from. So fuck yeah, good. I like the sound of that. Mm. The tones you're using there, the like, I guess piano tones in the background. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They remind me a lot of um, World's End Girlfriend. Okay. Um, I don't think I've heard, heard them before. Oh, okay. Well, or uh, a Lily. A Lily. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of a Lily. One of their like. Either one of their first ones or one of their like last ones. Yeah. In, in wake sleep. Yeah. Spit. Um. There's this company called Spitfire Audio, and they have a ton of free shit. And I used a lot of it to make this. Um. Because their stuff is beautiful. Like all the stuff that they have is just incredible sounding. The um. The kind of like wind chimey stuff in the background kind of reminds me a little bit of Brick. Oh yeah, a little bit. Definitely, I could see that. Yes. This definitely feels like the intro to a post rock. <laughs> yeah. You'll you'll see at what point it becomes Disco Elysium if you remember anything about the music from that, which you may not. <laughs> no, probably not. Oh, is it the tr- these trumpets coming in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I do. I do remember that. This trumpet sound is from that pack, and I just I love how like f- like floaty and like it sounds like an actual person playing. You know. Yeah, well, that's really beautiful. You know, somebody wants to make a game and put this in the background. Uh, you know, credit me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be mad. <laughs> yes, this is definitely like a, a sad end credits or cutscene music. Yeah. Someone's it, died. It reminds me so much of like the the music while you're just walking around Revachal, like in Disco Elysium, because mm, it yeah, has that like yeah, that yeah. sad trumpet music going through it. Like, ugh. Yeah, when I made this, I was like, oh shit, this is, I like this. I like this music that <laughs> yeah. I made. Okay, now on to Miss You. Uh, did you see the lo-fi hip-hop? Uh, is that Chill Hop number one? Yes. Yeah, okay, I'll do that one first. Yeah, that one I think is pretty short. Yes, Adult Swim Bump. Right? Yeah, This. 100%. So, um, listening to you, the Cloud Dead album you sent me reminded me, I was like, oh, that's right. Like, what is it? Like, record sounds in songs yeah. is a thing. I was like, I should see if there's a free record sound plugin, And there is. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to add it to this song. <laughs> nice, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, man. This would be great uh, night driving music. Oh, we'll get to that part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that Midnight Escape? Yeah. Well, this is like a, a nice cool night. Yeah. This is not this is not you racing down the highway. Yeah. It's, these are those lo-fi beats for you to study to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I can I was literally picturing that that chick. Yeah. I've got the fucking like train sounds in the background as well. I don't have it turned up enough. Yeah, there's like there's some like like ambient like kind of uh like subway types not subway I guess it was more like over overland train but like train sounds and uh, um like a little bit of like locusts in the background as well. Oh. I was going for like a very like you know Japanese station at summer at night type of yes. vibe to it. You definitely got a you definitely got a night traveling vibe going. Yeah, and it's also a perfect loop. So like oh, is it? Yeah. So if you if if you if you loop it, you can just it, it'll loop forever and it feels natural. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's good. All right, now, Miss You. This one I'm very excited to hear what you think, because I was going for Graham Cartna, and I want to see if I, I came close. Yeah, you certainly got that part, the, the like, ba 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 down. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. That was cool. That'll break down. Yeah, it's really good. I'd, I'd, awesome. I'd listen to a whole album of that kind of stuff. Yeah. That one, I was, um, so I was using a couple different uh, things to do that. One of them was a granular synth which basically you feed it a sample and it'll play tiny little chunks of that, um, you know, through it, which is how I did those little breakdown sections. And then I also uh. used just a straight up sampler. Um, and then I like, you know, chopped it up into pieces and played all sorts of little like bits of it, which is how I got those kind of like glitchy things. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that. Excellent. I've learned a ton of shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, yeah. This is this is a, quite the variety of genres here. You could open your own little, like, mix studio. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a SoundCloud at some point because, I mean, I've, yeah. I've started to get into this enough that I'm like, okay, maybe it's time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You should. This is good stuff. Okay, Midnight Escape is next. Yeah. Synthwave. Literally the 80s. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What you got to do is you got to find a way to combine all of these into one song. I know, right? <laughs> it's it's you talking, so I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> just gotta keep driving, we're gonna make it. It's my best like eighties like fucking hero yeah. voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Nice. It's really good. Like that one. All right. Finally the last one. <laughs> yes. The glitchy piano piece. Earthbound. I can see that. That's just my first initial I mean, that's my initial reaction to a lot of things. I mean, I'm heavily inspired by Earthbound in yeah, so exactly, many yeah. things. It's yeah. almost impossible to like not. And it's say such that a out. variety of genres in Earthbound. It's like, oh, I mean, yeah, because I mean, you know, fucking what? What's his name? I can't remember the guy's name. It's like Ayedo or Uedo or I don't remember what his name is. But like, he's hugely inspired by American pop culture, and so there was just tons well, yeah, of I mean, musical of course, references. He's, he's Japanese. I mean, <laughs> well, yes, also that. Yeah, they eat KFC on Christmas. <laughs> oh no, uh, Shigesato Itoi. Right, yes. I always forget his name. So I had downloaded a, um, a, a sample pack, which was people, like, using a, uh, a desk lamp to, like, tap and, like, make noises and stuff on. And that's all the percussive elements in this. Well, that's cool. You got yourself a little bit of electroacoustic going on. Mm. You know, I was wrong. This reminds me of World 10 Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I have to listen to that band then, because I think I'll probably like it a lot. Yeah, you, yeah, you would like it a lot. I'm so, uh, it's another one I, I don't know if I would ever want to like. I mean, I probably would, but at the same time, I'm just going to post it because you will like it. Oh, man, they have a new album. Ooh. Oh, no, that's 2005. God damn it. <laughs> ah. Have they made anything recently? Oh, yeah, he's made a shit ton of stuff. Oh, my. 
Yes. A hundred percent world ten girlfriend. Yeah, you should definitely listen to them. They're amazing. That reminds me almost one to one of them. That's, that's all, okay. Well then I yeah. absolutely need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's the shit that I've been fucking making. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I enjoy all those. That are very all professional sounding, really. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I have I so I've learned a lot. There's a couple of things that I've I've really kind of like improved over over time is first of all i understand mastering a lot better now because before i would just make a song and then i would just like that was it i would just make it and i didn't realize that like after you make the song you should probably do some things to it to make (laughs) it sound like you know it was made by a like a professional instead of by a dude in his basement which is less obvious than that seems i never did that when i was making music like so and honestly, I, I, I've done a little bit of cheating because there's this plugin called OTT, which literally stands for over the top because you just kind of slap it on the master track and it makes almost everything sound better. But it's a multi-band up-down compressor, which basically means that it compresses each, like the low frequency band, the mid frequency band and the high frequency band. Um, and you can adjust those and it does both upward compression so makes softer sounds louder and then downward compression makes louder sounds softer um and it just you put it on something and you play a little bit with like how um how aggressive it is and just that makes everything sound so much better except for a couple genres where it doesn't really work like fucking i didn't put it on the black metal thing because yeah, i was about to say the black metal yeah yeah you want the black metal to sound pretty dirty so yeah. like it's I, gotta I kept sound it bad yeah i mean like i i i left it sounding somewhat bad but like i was i was i sort of accidentally kind of ended up with like a deaf heaven type of thing with like the way that i did the vocal processing because essentially like it sounds like i'm really like laying into it but i'm really not like it's pretty relaxed doing the black metal vocals i just kind of like put a little put a little english on the vocals you know and then that's it (laughs) and then i just throw it through some compression and a shit ton of reverb and boom you have black metal vocals the end (laughs) That's all it takes. Yeah, wow. And clipping the mic. like Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Really clipping the mic. Like, getting your face right in it, just absolutely clipping the mic, you know? Yeah, I actually, important. I have a little, like, um, a file where I'm just testing out, like, different types of uh, metal vocals. Like, I've done, like, the death metal, like, Cookie Monster vocals, and I've done um, kind <laughs> of, like, the, um, like, whatever the fuck they're called, like, the uh, the sludge metal kind of, like, like yelled vocals. And, like, it's just, it's it's just playing around with some sliders and then just knowing how to, like, you know, perform in front of the mic, but like I've, I have learned a shit ton about vocal processing since you know some of the earlier stuff that I made. So it's been getting better there. And then I've also learned how to actually use a synthesizer. Like That's, um, that sounds important. Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, is you can you can just you know like when you have like most synthesizers are are three things, right? They're a they're an oscillator. Okay, so it's something that makes a sound, right? Like, they makes a sine wave or it makes a sawtooth. I mean, you've, you've probably heard those terms like sawtooth, sine wave, yeah. uh, square wave. It makes those sounds, right? So it's a, it's an oscillator. And then there's um, an envelope, um, usually what's called an ADSR envelope, which is attack, uh, attack, decay, sustain, release. And it basically says when you press a key, what happens? Like, how quickly does it take for the sound to come up to full volume? How quickly does the full volume decay? Um, at what volume does the like the decayed volume sit at and then how long does it take to release and by fucking around with those you can create all different types of of noises and then it 
then the synth will have, so actually, sorry, it's really four things. It'll have a low frequency oscillator, which doesn't make sound because it doesn't oscillate fast enough to make like a noise noise, but you use it to control other parameters. So it's like you can have a sine wave LFO, low frequency oscillator, which basically moves a uh, a parameter like like the volume, for instance, up and down, up and down to kind of get some movement in your synthesizer. And then you have a filter, which is essentially just cutting off either the low frequencies, the high frequencies, or just kind of scanning like a band of the frequencies in the middle. And to really oversimplify things, that's what 99% of synthesizers are. And then the rest of it is just plugging those things into each other to make all sorts of fucking crazy things. So like on a bunch of those songs, like the kick drums, like the 808 kick drums, like that kind of, you know, boom, boom sound that like is like so like classic. I just made my own 808s because it's like I I know how to do it now. It's like I know what parameters to set and I know what things I could fuck around with to make different sounding like electronic kick drums, essentially. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So it's you've mastered it. I have not even gone close. Yeah, I yeah, I know. What's hilarious is like, you know, I find that I have a completely new appreciation for like, I'll tell you what, like, so I went back and listened to Jay Byers. Yeah, yeah. That you'd recommended forever ago. And I thought that song was really cool when I listened to it. But that was it. I was like, oh, this is cool. I went back and listened to it. And I was just like, oh, God, that poor guy. (laughs) All of the shit that he had to do probably to make that sound like that. Like, I'm at the point now, right, where if you like if you gave me all the sounds he used, I could probably assemble a facsimile of Jay Byers. You know, and be like, okay, this is basically how it is. But like, he probably had to make a shit ton of that stuff and the meticulous fucking work that it takes to like put it all together. Like, I never would have even thought about the things that he was doing in that. You know, I would have been like, what? Like, that's, I, I, it just wouldn't have even occurred to me. You know, it's like, if I have it in front of me, it's like, you know, copy this picture by paint by numbers. Okay, yeah, sure, I could do it. But like, the person who had the idea is the genius, you know? Yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I, I I think, you know, you started me on this journey accidentally, perhaps, maybe maybe oh, on purpose, okay. maybe accidentally. But Glad like, I can help. Yeah, you absolutely. Because like, when, when we had talked, I think it was, I think it was the podcast when we talked about um, Boards of Canada, I said, I don't really have the, like, the, the toolbox and like the terminology to yes. describe what I'm listening to. I yeah. have that now. Oh. I can't make most of it, but yeah. now I know what I'm listening to. I'm oh, like, well now, oh, this is how they're making this shit. And well, I'm really si- excited to talk about Cloud Dead then. Oh, me too. I mean, Cloud Dead, yeah. fantastic. So yep. it's just like, it, it's one of those things I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I, I get it now. Like, I, yeah. I understand how much, like, fucking the Graham Carton stuff that I went back and listened to. I'm like, God, like, I understand why some of the songs are so short because like, it's so meticulous to create that glitchy shit. Like, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, that's um, the best stuff, too. Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. I like. Yeah. I wish... Th- there are some tools... Like, I have, like, a, a couple glitch plugins that, like, help with making it sound like that. But even with those things, it's, it's still, like... You have to do some pretty meticulous things sometimes to get the kind of effects that they're using. Or either that, or they have expensive plugins that I'm not aware of and... Not at this point interested in buying. Probably both. Probably yeah. both. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't have the money to, you know, 
do like yeah. several thousand dollar plugins for things. I'll I'll stick with the free ones for now and just be meticulous. Get your craftsmanship up. Absolutely. But yeah, so I, I any, of those tracks, anything in particular that you thought was just like the best, like the ones that you like the best? I mean, I'm probably most impressed by the black metal still. That's honestly, my, honestly, I kind of was too. Like, even though it's like it, it took almost yeah. no effort to make it. It was just kind of just like, wow, this really just sounds like a song. <laughs> yeah. And I guess Miss You I also liked a lot. Okay, That's cool. the other one I'd say, yeah. I, I was really excited when I made that. I was like, I bet Steven's going to like that one. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, definitely, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. I, I was good, though. That's good. Yeah, and no, I... Uh, it's, uh, it's exciting, man. It's exciting. Yeah. I was actually thinking That's about... Cool. I was thinking about doing a black metal album at some point, just for fun. Because it's like, I know how to make it now. And like, I mean, it's fucking... Fast picks on the guitars, a bunch of like a lot of drums, and then just scream at things. You know, yeah. it doesn't really matter what, just as long as it sounds sad <laughs> and like everything's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like those those vocals, like the like, is like if you listen to the unfinished black metal thing, um, which you don't have to because you already listened to it, but like it was basically like the first part before the fast drums came in, before mm-hmm. I decided to actually like finish the song. And literally, I was just like, well, what 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 do black metal vocalists sing about i was like what do black metal bands sing about i was just like well everything's terrible everything's hopeless there's no hope in this forest i was like oh perfect okay (laughs) (laughs) no hope yeah i will suffer and die in this forest of malice there's no hope i was like perfect there we go those are things a black metal band would say that sounds like black metal to me yeah (laughs) ah frozen forest I, yeah, I mean, you need, I, some, I, you need more cold imagery. Well, I mean, I think for the next song, I'll have to talk about something about like you know being you know frozen or you know being trapped under ice or something. Not yeah. literally trapped under ice because that's a Metallica song, but you know, trapped you under ice, <laughs> trapped under ice. Mm. All right, excellent. Should we talk about some albums? Let's fucking do it. All right, what you uh... you want to go first? Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, let's let me remember how how do we do this podcast again let me remember how we do this podcast uh so okay so i recommended uh two this town needs guns albums um so animals and then disappointment island and so the reason why i recommended these um so i i you know me i love math rock like math rock mm-hmm. is absolutely one of my jams and you know that I love, like, you know, the kind of math rock that, uh, like, American football does, you know, the kind of, I guess it's called, like, Midwest emo, where it's, like, math rock plus, like, emo lyrics and stuff. Um, and this is kind of, like, more to the math rocky side um, than than American football is, but I obviously love that as a person that plays guitar and fucking loves this shit. So, like, these two albums, these are, s- like, absolutely my jam, and I can't. I, I feel like I feel like you do like math rock, so I think that you were gonna like these albums. If I was to guess, I mm-hmm. would say you probably liked Animals more, but we shall see. And then what did you recommend, Stephen? I recommended um, Ten by Cloud Dead, which is sort of an experimental hip hop album. Um, after we after you really liked Boards of Canada, I finally felt comfortable like recommending this album out because I know you don't like hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, w- I was never going to recommend this, but it's also very Boards of Canada-esque with all the samples they do. Mm-hmm. So I thought if there was ever a time to, like, give it a chance, I'd do it with this. Um, and I, I, it sounds like you did like it, but I, I was unsure whether you would or not. Mm-hmm. And I still am, technically. Uh, and then the other album is Flowers from Exile by Rome. Um, it is one of my all-time favorite albums, probably. It's just, like, a great... I like every song on it. It's a great listen, and I figured it'd be a nice... Uh, 
counterpoint to Cloud Dead, just in case you like absolutely hated Cloud Dead for whatever reason, this at least is like just a good solid piece of piece of album. Fair enough. And I don't I don't think anyone's gonna have a problem with Flowers from Exile. It's not like spectacularly amazing in any way, shape, or form, but it's a it's a good solid album. Okay. So I think I probably want to start with I want to end with Cloud Dead. Um, which might be, might be showing my hand a little bit, but I want to end with Cloud. So why don't we start with animals? Sounds good. So, um, uh, so I mean the, when I first started listening to it and Chinchilla was on, I was kind of like, oh great. I'm in for like another at the drive-in, you know, like it's the guitar is never going to stop for a second album. Um. And I was, I was, I was prepared to be bored, mm-hmm. I guess, is what I was expecting. Because it just, the first, like, Chinchilla, um, Baboon, um, are both, like, very high energy, very, like, they sounded like pure math rock to me, mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, but then, I, but then I was pleasantly surprised by Lemur. Uh, I loved, you know, I love the vocals on it. Um, and I feel like it's a little bit, it, it kind of goes more into proggy a little bit. It's a little more proggy. Okay. Um, and I like that. Um, yeah, for Chinchilla, yeah, especially Chinchilla was like, it sounded like every other math rock band I've ever heard, you mm-hmm. know, which is the style, right? It's like, of course it sounds like that. Um, the Baboon was a little better, um, but again, it has like, it's the constant just like, like, at, like, uh, on Baboon, uh, 510, uh, into the link you gave me of the whole album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and it just goes, <laughs> and it's like okay i get it you can like you can do that on your guitar congratulations like i'm not I've, I've heard it a million times i'm good i don't need to hear that again um and i didn't i wasn't a huge fan of the vocalist either at this point mm-hmm. uh listening to the album it was i don't know what, what is it about his voice let me listen to this a little bit it's like most of it is fun but occasionally he goes into this like i want to see if i can find an example it's funny because people like are obsessed with this vocalist like they well it's a very unique sounding voice to a certain extent kind Mm -hmm. of um but like yeah i guess it's 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 when he's going high that i'm not a biggest fan i like when he goes a little lower i will i will say just as an anecdotal thing um yeah his voice is just in the range where it's hard for me to sing Because it's like he's in between like where my natural range is like I can sing above and I can sing below. But right where he is, is like in the exact uncomfortable part for my voice where it's like I'm trying to transition (laughs) between my head voice and my throat voice. Mm -hmm. And it's just like (sighs) (laughs) I usually have to just pick. I'm just like, all right, I'm either just going to sing a little bit lower or sing a little bit higher while I'm singing along. But like if I try to sing in his range i'm just like oh god it's just like it's so uncomfortable for my vocal cords <laughs> yeah and so like um like 11 11 20 uh the badger song the start of the badger song i guess it's i guess it's whenever he's like actually singing i don't like it as much as when he's like talking singing mm-hmm. i don't know I, that's a very personal comment um but yeah i found the first i guess the first four four songs on this album pretty samey okay and i was just like okay sure whatever um but then panda yeah yeah and I, it that and it's just like the rest of the album's great okay, okay. after that point it's like they, there's this like really traditional math rock start to the album and then it, it almost feels like they got bored of that that <laughs> to a certain extent and they're like okay we need to like mix up a little bit and like do some more stuff and it's like then i'm in i'm into it mm-hmm. um what specifically what were some of the parts i really liked about panda i will just say 
you, you nailed it for me because I find like so I, I mean I love this whole album right like I mean sure because I love math rock yeah, and this is all very rock, near yeah. and dear to my heart but I find it very hard to discern the first like batch of songs until it gets to Panda. Panda's the first part where I'm just like, oh, this is this album. Yeah, because they just they stop doing the fucking math rock thing where they're just like, and it's like they slow down for a little bit. Yeah, I mean like, it's it's still there, but it's no, exactly, it's but understated. It's, yeah, it's a do 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 instead of a. I don't, they're not trilling it as much, I guess, as my orchestra training would tell me. But that's not the right word, I'm sure, for what the guitar is doing. I mean, I think that they, they I mean, they're still tapping, but it's not as aggressive. Tapping, yes. It's not as aggressive tapping. And it moves more into like a minus the bear. Um, yes, uh, no, no, no. And minus the bear kind of I mean, is very, I mean, especially early minus the bear is yes, very, very like tappy tappy, but it's, yes. it's melodic tappy tappy, not just like craziness tappy tappy. Yeah, and oh man, yeah, in the middle of Panda, where it's just like, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and Panda's like the first time in the the album where I like I I think you feel like his voice is at its best. Yes, yeah, and his voice is great in this one. Yeah, he's kind of. Um, I think people have described. I've heard I've heard this term used, and I think I'm using it correct. But he's basically he kind of like sings across the riff a little bit, where it's like the riff is kind of happening. He's just kind of holding these long notes over top of the riff. Um, which I just, I love that kind of, yeah. that, that kind of sound to it. Yeah. It's, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's holding the, yeah, he's holding the notes way better. Yeah. And the drums are just like fucking awesome. Yeah. And the end of Panda is really good. Yeah. I love Panda. It's, it totally flipped me as soon as this song <laughs> came on. It was like, oh great. Okay. This, there's a reason Jason's recommending this and it's not just <laughs> I'm another glad. math rock fan. And then as soon as Panda ends, you get Elk, which is like a totally different direction, right? Yes. Like, it's like almost like a weird, like, um, what's the trumpet genre? A oh, ska. ska. Yeah, almost like a ska-y, like, not, not like, because ska can be very, um, fanciful. Wait, I mean, ska is, ska is a, is a mix with reggae, is not, is it not? Yeah, it's very fanciful, but like, it's that, like, just bringing in the trumpet and slowing it down a little bit. Yeah. It's well, I mean, this like, song reminds <sighs> me, I mean, just this little, because Elk is just kind of, you know. It reminds me like so a, much of um, American football. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. 100%. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I love it. It's and easy it's for like, me to make those connections because I started listening to all of these bands around the same time. I was like, I discovered ah. all of, because I, I just started going down a rabbit hole of like all these math rock bands. I was like, I was like, I was like, I really like math rock. I should probably just find all the math rock that I yes. like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And Elk is great. Elk was like, I was like, okay, good. They can slow down. They can like take their time a little bit. They like, they put a new instrument in and there's no like tapping of guitars. Mm -hmm. Uh, At least, I mean, there is, I mean, it's math rock. There's lots of tapping, but it's, it is appropriate tapping. I don't feel like it's like attacking me. (laughs) It's melodic. Yeah. And it's not to say I don't like math rock, right? Like, I do. I love math rock. I, I should just, hope you, you have at least some place in your heart for it, because you literally introduced me to it. So. Yeah, I do. Yeah, for sure. But it's just like, I listened, I, I guess At The Drive-In, for me, is like the best math rock band ever, in my opinion. Because uh, they're, like, they're like a, they're they're punk math rock. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah post-hardcore, yeah. Post-hardcore, yeah. But like not, they haven't gotten to like the the cringy level of post-hardcore yet. Yeah. Um, oh, the cringy level of post-hardcore. It's yeah, going to be. Exactly. Yeah. I'm that gonna, exists. I'm, no, no. Because I'm going to have to. There's there's a band that I really want you to listen to. I, I'm really on the fence if you're going to like them. But they're getting into the cringy side of post-hardcore mm-hmm. a little bit. But yeah. they're really good. And they're also, they're also another math-rocky post-hardcore band. Um, so 
I'm gonna recommend them to you at some point, but yeah. I'm I'm very fifty fifty on if you're gonna like them. <laughs> you're either gonna get say, over the vocalist or you're not, and that's basically yeah, well, it's, the end it's of hard it. for me to get over vocalists. I know, I know it is, which is why I was so happy that you liked my black metal thing. I was like, is Stephen? Yeah, gonna... no, those were great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is Steven going to like me as a black metal vocalist? It's like, oh, yeah, he's, yeah you think he's definitely. fine with it. Yeah. I've got the Steven, Steven seal of approval. Yeah. And then then we go into Pig, which is great. And he does a lot more of the like, he does a lot of like uh, fast talky singing in this one, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely, Pig is definitely a little more, it's like it's back to sounding a little bit more like the first part of the album. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with that at this point, right? Because it's not four songs back to back to back to back. It's, yeah. it's, I got a break with Elk, and so, like, I'm good for the tempo to come up a little bit. Um, but I'd say it's, I don't know, Pig is a relatively forgettable, I guess. Really? In the grand scheme of the album. It's a great song. Um, what's Gibbon? Hang on. Yeah, Gibbon's I, this I gotta one. I got to get yeah, to the no. part. Yeah, wait a second. Yeah, because Pig, Pig? Well, cause, see, Pig has that part where it's like, what, what, what time stamp? Uh, on Pig, it's, uh, hang on, it's. Just on the album. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it's 2559. Or 2559, okay, you to come back that part so pig is my favorite song of the album so oh really oh okay i adore that part and this breakdown at 26 22 with the claps oh yeah i do like this i do like the bass line here a lot yes i like i i, I clap along i clap along at home <laughs> i fucking love that part oh yeah okay yeah this is good but it's this is also like this is like the outro of the pig song Almost. I know, but like, I, I guess it's just, it's like the song is done. At I, that I, point. I, I think it's my, his vocals on pig are my favorite vocals mm. on the whole album. They're the most fun to sing there. He, he's, yes. he's singing mostly in his head voice, which works for me because that's mostly in my <laughs> head voice. Yeah. So it's all right. Like when he's singing in his normal range, that's in my uncomfortable range. Yes. But when he's singing higher, I'm like, oh, cool. I could do that part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. I do like the lyrics on this song. I do like the vocals, mm. uh, not the lyrics, obviously, because I don't know what those are. But, you know, um, I, I mostly don't either. So yeah. I, I, I good. Oh, you're you're with me now. No, no, you you'd be surprised how. Like, here's the thing, Stephen. This is the difference between the two of us. I don't listen to lyrics either, but some songs it's impossible to not listen to the lyrics. I thought until I started talking to you about music again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then I realized, oh no, it is actually possible for you to 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 ignore the most blatant of themes in a song. Yeah, it's it's hundred percent possible. Yeah. I, I I underestimated the, the the depths of your ability to not concentrate. <laughs> yeah, and not not even a little bit. Um, yeah, I just I just this is this goes this is like this is this sounds a lot like the start of the album to me. Mm. Uh, and so even though like that outro is banging and the lyrics are great, the vocals are great. Um, <laughs> It just, it's, it's math rock and it kind of like, my brain kind of is like, okay, got it. Like, I'm going to shut off now. <laughs> I've heard taps done. Yeah. Um, but then Gibbon starts very strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gibbon is a, is a really nice yeah. one. Yeah. And it's like the taps here are like almost muted. I feel like to a certain extent, they don't like pierce through as well through mm-hmm. the music. The, the drums really cover them mm-hmm. uh, in a way I enjoy. Um, and then it has that nice little breakdown in the middle at like twenty nine thirty, which I love, which I absolutely love. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the, he's you done love like that. The... You love that whole like like uh, what is it? It's um like the and of one type of like guitar yes. stabs. Yes. Where it's oh my like, god! Yeah. Dah, yes. Dah, 
Yeah. I, I mean, the, I think you feel yeah. that way, the way that I feel about, um, like, Ride Bell in songs. Mm. Dink, dink, dink. Yeah. It's just, oh my God. Yeah, I, I do. I love, I love this beat. And the lyrics here. The lies without the gift and the yeah. Oh, yeah. Sake. yeah. No, it's yeah, good. I love when I guess I guess I just I love it when math rock bands slow down a little bit and like let their music breathe. That's yeah, really yeah. what I'm saying. Is like, like groovy math rock. Yeah. Or or you can be punky like at the drive in and like scream at me. Right, like that kind of shit, and it's like great. I'm I'm down for that too. Um, but like, have I ever? Yeah, wait a second. Yeah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, this is uh, Star Slight by At the Drive-In okay. from their Anaerobic Tenement album. Just for people listening. Yeah, and I have listened to At the Drive-In, but I will. Yeah, oh, and just like the it... first ten seconds. Yeah, and I guess it's yeah. It's, it's barely no, no, math rock. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it's aggressive and it's like it matches. Whereas this, like, I feel like the lyrics, the the vocals. I gotta stop doing that. The vocals and like the brightness of the music and the darkness of the vocals are like they're they're contrasting. I guess probably on purpose. Absolutely. It feels it feels weird to me to have that contrast. Oh, I mean, and. I will say, I mean, and I'm sure you'll you'll bring it up, but I feel like that's a pretty common theme of this band is sad lyrics, happy music. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Disappointment Island, I don't think, is in any way different in that regard. It's different in a lot of ways, but it's not different in that way. Yeah, but it's like his, the timbre of his voice in Given matches the song to me in okay. a lot better ways. Yeah, because the song is a little bit, it's got a little bit of a darker tone to it. Yes, exactly. Um, and then Dog, if I'm remembering correctly, I did not like. Yes. Because it's just math rock. Mm-hmm. I can see why why you would be less inclined on that one. Yeah, it's still good. It's still pretty. I mean, I, I, the, I will say their bassist is great. Whoever their bassist is, mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing. But I don't. It's not. It, and again, it's not that it's bad, right? I'm not saying it's like oh, these songs, these particular songs are not good. It's just like this song sounds like any number of things I've heard before. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you know, Gibbon or Elk. Well, Elk still sounds like something I've heard before, but like it's new for the album, so I'm okay with that. Panda though is like it. It sounds fresh. I don't know. Freshness is very important to me when I'm listening to music. I don't like to listen to something that sounds like something else that I've listened to, uh, unless it's something that I really, really like. In case, Well, I mean, yeah, you've, you have listened to, I mean, we both listen to a shit ton of music, but I, I would say that you have listened to a, a tremendous amount of music, so I, yeah. and I and do understand a, that. And still a tiny amount. Oh, still I mean, an infinitesimal amount of music. It's yes, terrifying. we're not professional music critics, but yeah. like, we, we listen to, we've listened to so much music that we would be like, well, I mean, we currently are the world's shittiest, uh, you know, yeah. professional music critics. Exactly. Also, yeah. not professional because we don't. Not get paid professional to do this, amateur music. Critics. If anybody, get, yeah, professional amateur music critics. That's probably that's probably a candidate for the title of this podcast. <laughs> Definitely. So then, crocodile. Yeah, I like crocodile. Okay. Again, because they like they slow down a little bit. It this this again. Um, I don't want to keep saying minus the bear because that's not the band that I'm really dredge dredge. I mean, um, I would, I would agree with minus the bear on this one. Well, also, no, minus again, the bear is accurate, but this I'm just is saying... very American football, though. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like this could have been on American football EP one, and it wouldn't have even, it wouldn't have even almost sounded like the vocalist a little bit. But I love Crocodile. I mean, it yeah. has some of the best, like, like best yeah. vibes of. And it reminds of this me a little album. bit of um. God. Oh my God. What is the one fucking band I'm trying to think of? Oh, brain. 
<laughs> you know it too, I'm sure. Um, I it's, probably it's do. Like, it's like Dredge and like Minus the Bear. Oh, oh, uh, Silius's Magic Car, that one. Oh, Mew! Mew, thank you, Mew. Yeah, yes. I could see that. I could see a little this reminds Mew reminds me a this. lot of Mew too. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not definitely... Every, not every Mew album, because they do some weird stuff. But. I mean, they're all over the place, but yeah, I could I can see yeah. that, especially the end of Crocodile with like it's when the, it's it's yeah it's the it's the chime mm-hmm. in particular that really like sets me off. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, this sounds like Mew. Um, but yeah, yeah, I like all that. Um, and then Rabbit. I don't have any notes here. One second. What is this song? Rabbit is honestly it's it's, it's funny because I think it's one of the longer songs on the album, and I think it's the most forgettable out of the entire thing. It's okay. It's my least favorite of the the whole album. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. The the choir part at the end I like mm-hmm. the like no not choir but like you know the strings yeah ephemeral string stuff is cool and then zebra is a nice outro I mean nothing wrong I with that I love outro. zebra as an outro yeah, that's a good that's a good outro I love um, Glockenspiel esque sounding things um, that's you know that's right there you want to know yeah. what I love mm-hmm. uh, all of the animals are on the cover <laughs> oh well yeah of course yeah yeah I mean I yeah of course they are yeah. <laughs> Even That's the most even important. and the Quetzal's the bird, right? Yeah, yeah. Quetzal's the bird. You got the chinchilla, yeah, chinchilla. there off in the bottom right hand corner. You know, he's just hanging out. Oh, there. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's hiding behind the mini player button for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's great. I definitely. I think this song to to like compare and contrast a little bit because I know we are going to talk about Disappointment Island. Um, this album to me was like more up and down. Okay. But, like, it definitely had higher high points and lower low points for me. Whereas when we talk about Disappointment Island, I, that, I'm much more neutral toward most of that album. Interesting. Yeah, I, that's one, kind of what I suspected. But. Yeah, whereas this one, like, it's like, I really don't like the first four songs that much. And then Panda and Elk and Pig and Gibbon are great. And then Dog is kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then they bring it back a little bit for Crocodile. And then Rabbit is fine. I, I think good. this is going to mirror very... Based on the when I did, we did this with American Football, I, I had a feeling the way this was going to go. So that's kind of why I picked my... Like, if, if we had not done the American Football podcast, I would have guessed the opposite. Mm. But... Now that we did the American, and I, I think I have a better handle on on where you're at, where your head's at. I was like, I bet you're gonna like Animals more, which is why I had to recommend it because I was just like, okay, if we're gonna yeah. do, if I'm gonna do these two albums, and it was by the way a huge toss up between Disappointment Island and thirteen point oh point oh point oh point oh. Okay, which is their 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 sophomore album, um, and. That one is really good, too, but I think I like Disappointment Island more. Although, I will say, all three of these albums are, like, these are my online chess-playing albums. (laughs) This is what I put on in the background when I play chess. I found it very difficult to listen to these because they're so, like, in my brain. Like like we did in the last, like, couple podcasts. Where we talked about those albums that we've been listening to for a million years. I've been listening to these albums for what... Yeah, I've been listening to these for what feels like a million years. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. so in my brain now, I have so much trouble, like, concentrating yeah. on them. Yeah. That's exactly how I, how I am with Flowers from Exile. It's an mm. album I've listened to countless times, and it's just like, it, it's it's all blended into one song for me <laughs> at a certain point. It's like, it's I'm, I have a hard time distinguishing, like, wait, is this song a song, or is this other song not a is, <laughs> Have they started a song yet, or is this still the same song? I'm not sure. So, thumbs up or thumbs down on Animals? Uh, thumbs up or thumb? Can I give like a thumbs up? I thumbs up on the second half of the album, and no thumbs either up or down for the first part of the album. 
that's that's fair. You know what? I whatever whatever thumb scale you feel yeah. is most appropriate. So like that. like point seven five thumb. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Yeah, I really like Panda. I really like Panda. That is a great song. Um, and I think you sold me on Pig. Honestly, okay. Um, and Gibbon is great. I like that one too a lot. Yeah, because it has the the thing, and I can't resist the like. Yeah. What'd you call it? The one and? Yeah, like, yeah, like, and of one guitar stabs. And of one, yeah, I can't resist those. (laughs) Yeah, you could literally have a whole album of just those, and I would just rock out to it the whole time. That's good to know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll I'll try to produce another song that has, or a new song that has little, like, and of one guitar stabs. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking get you on board. There you go. Yeah, good, good. I, I like it when math rock bands aren't just assaulting me with, with tapping. Mm -hmm. And they do a good job of that. I feel like what this gives me is is what I like more of what I wanted out of Maps and Atlases because Maps and Atlases mm. gave me two albums that were really this and this is just more of what I really like because they, they then they started to go way more in a different direction and it's fine and I'm cool with you know growing as a musician and you know doing what you feel you want to do the most oh, but yeah. like I wanted <sighs> math rock with lyrics and this is math yeah. rock with lyrics oh, and I Maps and Atlas is so good I, I totally that's the other band I was trying to think of when I was talking mm-hmm. about the drive-in I've seen yeah. him uh, I've seen him live I uh, I, I, I talked to the uh, the singer he's a fucking good guy you know oh, like he's that's so uh, cool yeah yeah oh my god oh and his voice is so good oh yeah. god he has such a good voice he's got such a he's got an insane voice like yes, i've exactly. just never heard anyone like him yeah. <laughs> oh my god i have to listen to maps analysis now yeah fucking how good that album is yeah so yeah, I, I guess yeah it's really it's really the vocals that i think let let me down for this town needs guns that's so funny i'm gonna i'm gonna I, don't get to it yet, but I'm going to be interested to hear what you, you thought about the vocalist for Disappointment Island because yeah, yeah, definitely. people like people were huge. I mean, even me, actually, honestly, when I first heard um, 13.1.1.1, which, by the way, is a reference to the Mayan calendar. It's like the the new like the end year, the new year of the Mayan calendar, whatever the fuck. It's got a picture of the Mayan calendar. on Oh, it. like that's what this fucking wheel with 13.0000 has been in my recommended every time I listen to these. Yes. I was wondering what that was. I was yeah, like, that's a great album. The first track on that is is I think possibly my favorite track by them, which is why I was having a really hard time with not recommending yeah, that I'm one. Yeah, listen to it real quick. Do it. Listen to yeah, Cat Fantastic, the first this. track on that. Yeah. Because it is absurdly good, but like... Ugh. Oh my God. They're, they love doing that offbeat thing in the, on this song. <laughs> yes, they do. It's like I can't bob my head to it because they keep like stopping for half a second. But like even those opening lyrics, I just love them. Yeah, I don't know. I just, his lyrics are like, I mean, you were talking, you were saying that people like are really impressed by his lyric, by his vocal work. No, um, no, no, no. This is a different vocalist. They switched. Oh, this is okay. Interesting. People, f- people got very upset when they switched vocalists because the other guy quit. Yeah, this, this vocalist is way less good. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do, I, that, that, no, that, that one, that part around 125 is pretty good though. He just sounds a lot like every other shoegaze singer that i've ever heard i have grown to prefer him as the vocalist for this band but i had the exact same Mm. reaction when i first listened to this it's like if i had listened to this album when i was like 14 i would be like oh my god this is the fucking like most amazing thing ever holy shit oh my god (laughs) but it's like i've listened to minus the bear and mew and dredge and uh what's the other one uh what's who's the chalet lines by bell and yes bell and sebastian and it's like i've heard Ooh, i like this breakdown in the middle though <laughs> Ooh, and then they're going into like a little like slower part yeah <laughs> i'm like 
changing your mind on the fly about this. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening to it. And my mind's open. Ooh, ooh, yeah, mm. yeah. I love, I love, what, I, lo- I love when they slow down. What can I say? Like, I actually this song get to, is like, so good. It's so good. Ooh, yeah, and they've changed the beat now. It's a different time signature, I think. Right? I have to get there. I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it is. I mean, the, the time signature goes all over the place, so it's like. Yeah, I mean, yes, it, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The music. I mean, if you look at the too. tabs for this, it's like it's like fifteen over sixteen to seven over yeah. eight to yeah. you know three over four to fifteen <laughs> over sixteen. Like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So it's like, has the time signature changed? Yeah. Yes, oh. David. Every measure. See, yes. See, they're using tapping right here uh, from three twenty on, I guess. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more than three twenty. Three twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like they're using it as an accent to the song. Yeah, it's, it's not melodic. like the, yeah, it's not the main guitar. Like I don't know, you know what I mean? I know, I know exactly what you mean, which is why. Yeah. And I think that Disappointment Island does a lot more of that than uh, than Animals does. Animals is much more straightforward math rock, but you know this album also is the same thing. It's it's much more melodic tapping. Oh, oh, good. Okay, Whew. almost gave myself a heart attack there. I hadn't talked in a while, and so I was just looking at like a flat line. And I was like, wait, how long have I been muted for? <laughs> but no i'm good it's all fine it's fine <laughs> it's fine yes yeah that's a, that's a good song it's it's definitely it's still it's still pretty it sounds a lot like a lot of other I'm, I'm a broken record here but it sounds a lot like a lot of other things i've heard um but it definitely has some highlights that i really enjoy that was good the reason why i didn't recommend this album is because i felt like it was going to suffer from the same things that you thought uh american football uh album two did where it's like it's it's in the middle of the road it's still too much of like it's it's not enough of either thing right yes. whereas yes. disappointment island leans much heavier into the melodic i think um and we'll get into that but like i think it leans much heavier into the melodic which is why i was like if there's a i think you're gonna there's a chance you're going to have a more of an opinion on it but i think you've already kind of played your hand on that one so that's fine but uh yeah, yeah let's but i think let's uh let's segue into uh flowers from exile because yes. I think that you've kind of segued me nicely into this a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Speaking think? of speaking of vocalists that I'm not sure I'm 100% sold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. Like, I... <sighs> I mean, I, so I'll say this about Rome. Go for it. It is very easy to sing along with this album. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, when he's talking English, obviously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when he's like, when there's the German overdub happening, yeah, of course yeah. you don't sing along to that, but that's because that's a recording of a German guy talking or a Romanian guy, depending on what part of the album you're at. Yeah. Uh, I, but I don't I don't think he's a very good vocalist, if I'm going to be completely honest here. I think he's a very middle of the road vocalist, um, and I appreciate that about his <laughs> singing. I, I, I just don't love his delivery, and I, mm. I think that that's going to be a taste thing, but I yeah, just like, yeah. I'm just kind of like, ah, I don't care, you know, like... It, it sounds like here's here's the here's the big punchline, right? It's very interesting that you recommended these two albums to mm-hmm. me at this exact point in time that you recommended me, because six months ago, if you'd recommended these same two albums, I think I would have had exactly opposite opinions. Well, that's good because ultimately, Rome Flowers from Exile is a way worse album than Ten by Cloud Dead. So yeah. I, and That's I think great. I 100% agree with that. Like, yeah. I am... I, I, I'll I'm say just, this. Go ahead. With listening to this album again in full and not just listening to individual songs again, I was faced with the reality that, like, this is a very boring album to a certain extent, <laughs> musically. Yeah. There's very little happening musically. I just happen to really like the aesthetic and so if you don't if you didn't like the aesthetic then i totally understand not liking it because that's all there is to a certain extent 
So let me let me take you on a journey here. Yes, right? please, please do. Because the first time that I listened to this, right, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, I guess. I was like, this is just that this is a thing that I've listened to. And I wasn't really into it. Like there was a couple points like I, I found Odessa like it woke me up a little bit. I was like, oh, Odessa. OK, you know, because like the the way that they have the um, I have to get to the point. I mean, I guess it's kind of throughout. Yeah. the buh, 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 buh. No, that. no, that wasn't really it. It's just it's it's kind of it's it's kind of like soft singing with oh, like this very, okay. very deep undertone of like this, yes. like, you know, very like like virulent and like you know venomous like kind of like screaming like political speech in a different language underneath it i found that very affecting and like i don't think i don't think it's possible to not find that affecting yeah and i appreciated that part um and then i went to sleep again and i woke back up again at to die among strangers which again is a tough one to not pay attention to because it's just it's got such a vibe to it Mm -hmm. like yes if I get to, yeah, like, I mean, really just starting in it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's like a political speech. Yeah. Starting at 2140, I, mean, you, I guess. You understand what like, the album is like about generally, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's about, I mean, it's it's about like, like fascism, basically. Well, it's specifically, it is, every one of their albums is based off like a real historical event. Yeah. I know this one specifically is about something. I, I, the I Spanish it up Civil and, War. Okay. Got it. This is the fascists and the communists in the Spanish Civil War. Yeah. Got it. But like, yeah, around 2140, like in the album. And so that's on To Die Among Strangers. Like that, like driving, like acoustic guitar thing with like the, you know, like the stomping bass drum. Like, yes. Like bass drum, Mm -hmm. snare, bass drum. It's like, I mean, it's extremely effective. Like there's no way to not pay attention there. Right. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. It's so good. But I like that was it. Right. Like I was like, maybe that's the whole album for me. You know, I will say. On subsequent listens, I I don't agree with my previous self. I think that I, I do say that Odessa is the real start of this album. Like until you get to Odessa, I still don't really care. Like it's like the first the first really? song I, obviously is just an intro. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. So throw that away. Uh, Accidents of gesture is whatever. Like it's it's okay. okay. I'm sure. not in love with it. It's okay. That's all I have to say. Even like the part where he's like, oh, and then it's just like. What's the timestamp? Uh, 3.50, I think exactly. Oh. No, see, here's the thing. Um, So, and I'll, I'll say a general comment about this album is I felt like this was very Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Oh, it's an interesting way to think about it. Yeah, okay. And I don't, like, kind of like you're over certain genres. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm over post-rock. Okay, sure. I mean, that's yeah. I yeah, that's fine. Post rock has a gimmick. Yeah, and this this album is extremely post rocky to me, which I know it's not post rock. I know it's some form of like it's some form of folk music that it's I don't understand. Yeah, it's neo folk. Uh, was it's, that? Um, it's neo folk. Neo folk. Yeah, yeah, and I don't like I don't understand that genre at all. This is the first band yeah. that I've heard from that genre. So, oh, well, that's good. Don't listen to any more neo folk. Okay, this is. I like, have no point of reference. Yeah, you know how we like. I don't remember. If we, I don't know if remember. We, ugh, I don't remember if we did a disclaimer 
when we were talking about the black metal stuff. Okay. And like fascism. Okay. But in much the same way, neo folk is to a large degree fascist. Really? Because this, this is, is this, this, this is, is a very German, explicitly anti-fascist. Well, this is, is a German neo folk band, and so and their first album is Moss Mention Material, and it's a very heavy German stuff. I will say they do talk a lot about fascism, but the singer, the lead singer, like the the band leader, is explicitly not fascist. Like he's gone on record to be like, no, no, I'm, like I'm liberal, like I'm not. I just like the sound and the ideas and i like like the history but like i'm not fascist in any way like fuck nazis but you know if you're if you're gonna listen to neo folk be prepared for some of those bands to probably be made of nazis and you maybe shouldn't listen to them. okay fair enough uh, yeah, I, I, I i understood that this is being a very explicitly like anti-fascist album yes yes because well, it's 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 about the communists in the spanish civil war so it is very explicitly anti-fascist so i mean like and, and like that came across right like this like okay, this good. felt very much like a um like 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 some type of i mean this is i mean this is a concept album obviously yes. um and this is very much felt like a, a an anti-fascist concept album to me so i guess my my general thing on this is that on subsequent listens i feel like this album is odessa through flowers from exile I, yeah i mean sure yes the it, the album is the majority of the album i do agree with that i I don't. I don't. Yeah, I mean, generally flight, care. flight information does not count. Obviously, yeah. And yeah, flight information doesn't gesture, really count. Um, and to generation restores are the intro songs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. Odessa to Flowers from Exile is the yeah. album. Yeah. I was going to be way less generous to this album initially, where I was going to say it's Odessa and to Die Among Strangers. But <laughs> on subsequent listens, I feel like so. I mean, the the intro tracks to each relevant section, right? Yes. Are whatever, but that's fine. Um, yeah, they are. I agree. Yeah, they are but, whatever. Uh, I. I definitely latched on to a legacy of unrest way more on subsequent listens than I did initially, Um, which is weird because like in listening to it now, like it's, I love that kind of like, like I, I I guess like, I just, I don't know. I I was in the wrong headspace or something where I just wasn't really listening. Listening to the whole album at once does not do it any good, does not do it a service. Yeah, I don't love it as a concept album. It's honestly. not a great album. It's the, They have wonderful songs, and if you listen to just a song here or there, it's awesome. But I can you see get, that. It's a, you get a little... T- it's, they, they, the sound is not totally differentiated around the whole album. And so like, I found to myself, I was like, oh man, right, I forgot that this album is like... It's just like guitar strumming with vocals the whole time, 100% yeah. of the time. And that got a little boring. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know how I am. I do know how you are, which is yeah. why I was surprised you even recommended this album yeah. to me. But I love, I place. like, it, this album is so, I get, I get a lot of emotion from this guy when he's singing. I don't know. I you see, I, it's I like, funny. On the first listen, I really didn't, but I could see it in subsequent listens. Like I said, yeah. like, this album, this album grew on me a lot more than I expected it to. I still don't love it, but I appreciate it a shit ton more than the first time. First time I listened to it, I was ready to roast this album. Like, this <laughs> yeah. sucks. Yeah, because like, musically, it's it's kind of shitty. It's it's not as shitty as I thought it was, right? Like, yeah. I, on my first listen, I was like, this sucks. This guy sucks as a vocalist. This is just boring fucking, like, this is, this is just a, uh, this is just a knockoff of uh f sharp a sharp in- to infinity from uh fucking oh, uh, from godspeed you black emperor yeah. and i don't care and this is dumb and i hate it um <laughs> but it's not and i was wrong and i really just gave this album way too hard of a time but like every time i listened to it again i liked it more so 
good on good on them, right? Yeah, good on them. Um, I feel like yeah, there's a lot of these tracks on here that I guess I just like because the album is very it's it has a lot of sameness. You you need time to kind of pick apart the stuff that's interesting. Yeah, like I completely ignored. we who fell in love with the sea. Oh, that's the first literally. Time I I'm listening. To it. I'm listening to it in the background right now because I'm much. I love that song. Yeah, and it's a great song. Uh, I just like. I I didn't even. It didn't even register with me. It didn't cross my threshold of like this is a this is music that I'm listening to. And I'll I'll be honest. I don't love that thing that he's doing where he's just kind of like talking like <laughs> over like the the riff. Oh, like, that's like I love. I abs- That's like I love. It's that. okay. It's okay. It works for the song. I feel like it could have... I feel like there could have been something else there. It could have been done. I don't know. I I don't love it. But I love the guitar riff, and I love the the swelling strings in there. And I think a lot of these tracks are really affecting. Um, But yeah, it's... It it took me... It took me some time to to, to grow on me, because it really... This is yeah. not a this is not a first this is not a love at first sight album in the no. same way that some of the other albums. But I know, also have been. will say for for Rome in general, I think this is probably one of their least rated out like their their lowest rated albums, Flowers from Exile, if I remember correctly. <laughs> like th- this is like collectively people agree this is one of their worst albums. Uh, Interesting. And so like I would have been better served by like doing Massimo Material or uh, maybe one of their newest albums where things are a little more dynamic and they do a little more industrial stuff. Um, but I don't want to like be disingenuous to my own opinions. No, right? I mean that's not the point yeah, of this exactly. whole thing. Yeah, that it's we're not doing. the point of the podcast. So it's like Flowers from Exile is my favorite album by them. Like it's not their best musically, but like it's the one that like makes me feel the most when I listen to it. It's just so sad. It's very sad. The whole album is so sad, and it's just I I really love sad guitar music. I guess. You do, I, yeah. Because I, I mean, Log is one of my favorite bands too. So I mean, I well, yeah. I mean, you 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 know, we we both share a a very deep seated love for Log and wish they yeah. would make more albums. Yeah. Oh my God, they're so good. I mean, North is a a masterpiece. It is. Like, yes. it's the saddest album in the world. Yeah. Like, it's so sad. Like, it's I mean, because so I made that one song, right? Uh, the whatever the fuck it's called, Your House is Just a Place, which was heavily yes. yeah, inspired yeah, 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 by yeah, North. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I basically, when I sat down to write that song, I was like, how can I write the most depressing lyrics (laughs) I can possibly think of? And put it to music that also makes you feel terrible. Yeah, like, like, how can I, yeah, how can I make the music make you sad and the lyrics make you sad and my voice make you sad? Like, how can I just make you feel a bad as much as possible we should do we should do just like a do all of logs albums on one of these uh, yeah i mean i, I there's would love a, to talk about that uh, either is a either is a palate cleanser i definitely want to do uh, first of all i want to do a devin townsend oh yes yeah 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 because i have to we yeah. have to talk about devin mm-hmm. townsend he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's my great. number one favorite vocalist of all time probably he is the, one of the bands that i have listened to for the longest it's like devin. i listened to him yeah devin townsend back when i like I was l- using Yahoo music videos to watch music videos. Back when I was like 12, I watched Devin Townsend music. Strapping Young Lad, I guess, at that point. Yeah. And like, I still listen to Devin Townsend. So like, that's, a, He's that's incredible. many decades. He he is the biggest, like, for me, like, as a vocalist, he's the biggest, like, inspiration in terms of, like, what he's capable of doing with his voice. Yeah. Like, oh, I, every time I listen to him, I'm just like, God, how does this fucking guy do it? He's a genius. And he's also he also did um what's he was in another band, right? 
he's been he's been in many bands. He's he was in uh, so I mean, Striking a Lad, Devin Townsend, Devin Townsend Project. Um, he was in um, is oh, Catch, no. Casualties of Cool. Oh with, no, I'm thinking of Mr. Bungle. Have I ever made you listen to Mr. Bungle? I've listened to some Mr. Bungle. I am not as into Mr. Bungle as you are. Yeah, um, but well, so my point, though, just to get around the Mr. Bungle discussion, is Mike Patton is my inspiration when it comes Mike to Patton vocals. Mike Patton is, is also an incredible vocalist. I am not as into his sound as I sure. am Devin Townsend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Devin Townsend is very operatic and very, like, over the top. Mr. Bungle is is very, like, soundscape and, like, weirdness. Which that's is cool. Just, that's just Mr. Bungle, though, because he was also well, in Faith No More, and he also did literal opera stuff. I know, and his opera stuff is great. I mean, it, Mike Patton is a great vocalist. Like, let, yeah, let's yeah. I mean, we're comparing let's not mince words. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, here's the thing: is my favorite Faith No More album is the one where he had basically no creative input and he just sung on it. <laughs> yeah, which was like the first one that he was on. The one that has, um, yeah, the the song, the song, yeah. Um, Whatever like, that is. Because yeah. once it's he the started first having Faith cre- No More song, you'll find. Epic, right? Yeah. Epic. epic. Yeah. Epic. And actually, I mean, really that whole album, but like. Uh, yeah, the real thing. I mean, even oh, yeah, the, the real, real thing, thing is a great. Like, Man. I I think that he is almost at his best on that album because he's not um, he's not doing his thing. <laughs> He's just singing really incredibly, yes. and I'm much more into that from him than him just doing his, like, kind of weird, crazy vocals. Yeah. Um, Ultimately, so Mike that's... Patton is, like, a little pretentious, I guess I would say, to a certain I, degree. I think Mike Patton might be a little bit up Mike Patton's own ass, but that's yes, fine. to a certain know? extent. He, he did do an entire album of, like, porn sounds. <laughs> and so, like, you have to be a little bit up your own ass to do that. Just a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's something, all right. Whereas, I, love like, I love him, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Devin Townsend is one of the most humble people I've I've ever. I mean, yes. like his his like he's had some like podcasts yeah. that I've listened to as well. And like, I mean, he just he's like the most chill dude in the world. Yeah, he almost um, goes too far the other way for me. He's like he's like too normal. I want a little weirdness in my in my musicians. <laughs> he's like I feel like I, he's like a dad who you yeah, like that's what I love about him. He's with. like. He, he, he's this incredible musician, and he's just like, I'm just going to do what I feel like doing. And I'm yeah. like, Devin Townsend, you're the best. Like, like him and Oliver are, like, oh, yeah. huge inspirations yeah, yeah, yeah. for me of, like, no, you don't have to have a genre. Like, when I've been making all this stuff, right, I'm, I'm like, should I, like, try to make, like, certain genres? And I'm like, no, I should try to make all genres. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm going to make every genre of music every ever made. Every genre. <laughs> yeah, every genre. Just make all the genres. Like, they, they said, hey, Jason, what genre do you want to make? And I said, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, I very interesting that you, you recommended this album to me because I, I, I could have seen myself six months ago just absolutely gushing over this. And now I'm just kind of like, eh. Although, that being said, Flowers from Exile... Uh, I kind of wish the album had ended there. <laughs> it does. Okay. It does. I don't, I, it, Flight and Formation does not exist as far as I'm concerned. I never, I never listened to it. It doesn't, it, it doesn't, it's, it's, it is an outro song. I don't consider it, it's like the end of the previous Zebra. It's like, that's an outro song. It's great, but like, the album's done at that point and they're just like, playing you off. Because it feels like, I feel like this is the point in the album where I like him the most as a vocalist. Mmm. Yeah, it is, I think he's trying the most here. And like it's like the way that the guitar is kind of like almost on one like I don't yes. know how to describe it. Like his, his voice and the guitar merge into a single sound. Is that what you're saying? Cuz that's Well, how it's it's almost it. like they're sl- like at slightly different uh time signatures. It's like the guitar is playing 
kind of like one thing and he's kind of like singing it's like it's like the guitar is playing three measures and he's singing two mm, yes okay yeah 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 I'm probably describing that wrong, but I just like, it's like, cause it's like, they kind of like drift from each other. And then like, there's like that little pause around, um, around yes. 36, 13, and then they come back together again. And then it's just kind of like this, it's, it's, yes. you know, it's, it's almost, it's almost like counterpoint. I know it's not counterpoint. Like, no, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. hundred percent. Yes. It yeah. is. It is. Um, it feels like a natural separation and like join. Yeah. I don't know. If that if that like lines up with what you're saying or not but i i do like i'm listening to that part now and it's just it's very like melodically like satisfying yeah right melodic that's a good way to describe it. it's melodically satisfying <laughs> just like it's it's like it it's it's you know it's tension and release it's like yeah it, it tenses for like a fraction of a second not enough for you to even feel it really and then it releases it immediately and it's just like ah, i don't know if you i mean i know we kind of went through some of this stuff quickly i don't know if you noticed but like in the in that um like the kind of like the chill hop song that i made um i did a i on purpose, well, I, I didn't really on purpose. I, I ended up keeping it because it was on purpose worked out very nicely. But I was kind of allowing the drums to sort of come in and out at their own times yes, in that I song. Yes, I did actually notice that. I didn't. I wasn't going to say anything, uh, but I was going to like, I wasn't sure how to say it. I was like, did you get your timing right on this one? I on purpose I... let the drums, yeah, go in and out. And then there was a point in the song where I let them come out. And then the 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 piano and the drums start back up again together. And this did a, the same thing where it's like they're kind of like drifting back and forth between each other and then it stops and then they come back together. It's like I was like, I love I didn't realize how much I love that, but I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, t I mean tension and release is such a like basic part of music. I mean, it's just it's so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that if I took anything away from this album, I do really love. I, I, I still go back to Odessa as being one of the most affecting tracks off. I like I like a bunch of the tracks off this album um, more than I thought that I was going to. But I liked Odessa right away. And I, I, I like it because like that that very that softness with like that very like like angry fucking like, you know, like hate hateful fucking shit in the background. Like there's something about that. Like it feels very defiant in a way. Yeah. And oh, yeah. And I, I, I really, it's extremely yeah. like, it just like, it, it, that makes you feel things. And like, if an album makes you feel things, they're probably doing something right. And so the fact that there was a track that I was like, oh, wow, that's a real vibe. You know, yes. like, I, I, I like that. I, I, I think there's, that's, I, I, yeah, that's, that is the, that was the reason I recommended it is this album makes me feel it like it's a real, just like, I get, I get the emotional vibe that's coming across in a mm. way that like when I'm listening to like animals for instance right yeah it's like i don't whatever like whatever sad vibe is trying to become across there in animals it does not emotionally reach me yeah because there's there's too much like math happening <laughs> except for a couple of the songs i can't see the emotion through the math. math yeah i just can't yeah and most music does not touch me emotionally and so when i do find something and it's like oh wow i'm like i got a little teary-eyed listening to this song like i'm, I'm like that's special <laughs> understandable well, yeah. So, I mean, I, I would give this I would give this a thumbs maybe. Yeah, I, I would 100% agree with that. I don't think it's the most musically interesting thing they've done, um, but it's it's it has heart. I will There's say some heart there. I do love the album cover. Mm hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's so thumbs good. up on the album cover. <laughs> and, I, and I do love that. It's like it is it's ultimately all historical like stuff. It's like mm -hmm. this this like 
they're singing about things that happened that are like, you know, for the most part, I didn't know about a lot of this stuff when I started listening to the albums. I didn't know about the Spanish Civil War. I didn't know that happened. I mean, right. I certainly didn't look it up, so. Uh, yeah, it's really like, it, it, was like, it was a big, it was like it happened like right before World War II. And like all of that's oh. for the reason Spain was not in World War II is because they like tore their country apart fighting between fascists and communists uh today i learned i guess yeah exactly right it's just like i didn't know about rhodesia i didn't know about any of that shit so it's it's cool i like that i like that they're like a historical folk band as well yeah well shall we move on to the next one yes disappointment island (laughs) yes um so yeah i this album felt a little bit it wasn't as math rocky for sure Mm -hmm. first off but in in having that be the case it also steered even harder into shoegaze for me. Yes, I would I would agree with that. Um, and those are well trod grounds. Mm. And so I, I I didn't find it as like it was certainly good. It was enjoyable, but I didn't really like. I wasn't learning anything new about music. <laughs> that makes any <laughs> sense. It was like yes, yes, you can do that. Yep, that. Yep, you can do that too. Yeah. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah, you can sing like that in that way with that chord structure behind you, and it sounds like that. And I've heard that before in another album from another band. Um, and so, like, I liked it, uh, but I don't know. I have less. I have less songs that I want to like point out as like, oh my god, I really liked this song. Because on Animals, like, you know, I really, really liked Panda. I thought that like that weird like tension between math rock and um, shoegaze was like interesting. Whereas here, it's like you know, like the first song, Coconut Crab. It's like, uh-huh. it's like, yeah, he's doing like the, he's sliding a lot and like, you know, the vocals are like also sliding constantly, right? Yeah. It's like, it's, uh, you know, if they're turning the, what, the, um, what knob on your synthesizer would it be in the, <laughs> not the gain or whatever, but, um, like the pitch, the pitch, it's like a pitch knob is going up and down and it's like, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I guess, so I guess what I can say about that is. I do feel like this album is a bit of comfort food for me. Mm, So the fact that you're saying that does not surprise me. I think of this album as like, I love having this album on in the background. Like, because it's, it's, it's just, it's a, it's, I like basically every song on it. And it's, um, there's not, there's not too much in terms of peaks and valleys, right? Like, it's just like, mm, like every song on the Exactly. Yes. I guess in a way animals was worse of an album but because of that fact the unevenness really brought those other songs to the forefront for me whereas here i have less to say about it almost because it's like yes these are all good shoegaze songs and they were all good you can see I, why i had to recommend both yes oh 100 this is a, a very interesting evolution yeah of their I sound. Like i'm assuming this, this is a later more. album yeah, this is this is their their last album that they made. Oh, um, okay, that makes a lot of sense. They're this eventually, uh, hopefully, sound. they're going to eventually make more albums. But this is the last one that they at you least have made. Two thousand sixteen or something. Two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Boom! I didn't, I didn't even look it up. Didn't even look it up. Oh, I guess it says literally here on the. Uh, it literally says on the so YouTube, maybe but subconsciously, I didn't, I, yeah, you do, maybe but... subconsciously, but I didn't look it up. Like I just like this sounds like two thousand sixteen to me. <laughs> um, now. You know, having said all that, there still are songs that I really like on this album. Uh, in fact, the them. second the second song on the album, "A Chase of Sorts," yeah, I love it. That's it great. It's good. I think I think maybe it's doing a little bit of the and one bit to a certain extent, or something very close to that, with like the um the dings, the like little like ding ding. It's that like off beatness. It's it happens very early, uh, like four fifteen probably. A little bit after that, I guess. You want me to listen? Yeah, four six. Yeah, four fifteen. Yeah, that's exact exact. Just like ding. Yes. ding. 
Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know, it doesn't take a lot for me to really like a song, but I need I need that little, like, unique touch for me to really be like, oh yeah, I like that. Um, and I love yeah. the singing on it. I mean, the singing is great upon the whole album, but I, I really like, I like the way he goes deep on this song a lot. Mm-hmm. And obviously I really, he's doing a lot yeah, of the I really like uh, Henry. Henry's the vocalist on this. I really like Henry mm. Tremaine. I, I really like him as a vocalist. Like, I feel like people really shit on him when he first joined the band. And part of this uh, part of this album, I feel like is almost partially like a feeling of that. Because this, this album is a, by the way, a huge downer. If you like oh, actually read it? any of the lyrics, oh, it's God. an enormous yeah. downer. It it sounds melancholic, but it sounds like kind of like a hopeful melancholy, not a... I guess the album picture is quite uh, vivid, though, now that I'm really like looking at it through that lens. Just two, two things screaming with a crying ghost. Yeah. I mean, In Praise of Idleness is, I feel like, might partially be like a, like a response to that feeling of like do i even belong in this band type of thing oh wow you know it's like it's like you know does the group benefit if i quit you know type of thing i mean the, the, yeah in of idleness, of idleness yeah is that title I, yeah i mean it's it is like i mean if you read the lyrics i mean it's it's pretty clearly about like i think suicide but like it makes sense yeah yeah it's yeah this is a it's it's it is a really it's a this is an album that I think is very largely about death and suicide and it's pretty fucking heavy for how it sounds on a first listen. Yeah. Um so yeah, I didn't I Consoling Ghost was was, was fine, I guess. Um it, it in the exact opposite way where I liked them taking their time. Uh-huh. Now that they're not just doing math rock picking, I like the higher tempo stuff. <laughs> you just can't be pleased, can't, I can't you? No, I cannot be pleased. I <laughs> I am a constantly bouncing ping pong ball. Um, you just, you just, ref- you just refuse. You just refuse to take a stance. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I like very specific things in very specific ways, and I'm not going to compromise. Uh, and so, yeah, controlling ghosts in praise of idleness. Um, I like. I mean, I like the singing. I guess through this whole album, ultimately, I liked it a lot better than animals. Mm, that's um, so interesting. I mean, like, I, I also now do, but like people, people have been people are so stupid. De- I mean, if, if you, you if, agreed, right? People if you know anything about anything, whenever you read a highly like upvoted, liked, tweeted post, right? Mm. And you're just like, oh my god, that person is wrong, and everyone thinks they're right, and you're just like, ah, it's like no matter what it is, it's like the first few opinions are always just like, oh, this is stupid. Like these people don't know what they're talking about, but everyone, <laughs> but they sound smart. So yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, Praise idleness is like again. I don't feel like there's a lot of movement, I guess. That's my problem with a lot of these tracks is like, they do the thing that I hate that Electronico sometimes does, with the exception of minimalist bands who do it on purpose, is like, they figure out a good guitar lick and like, that's the song. It's like, in Praise of Idleness, I feel like kind of starts with this like rolling drum beat and, you know, the guitar lick and like, I can click through the song. I guess it's really the drum work is is kind of boring in, in some of these songs is my problem That's really it's what definitely it de-emphasized to. from animals where it's yeah. i mean Am- animals is frantic and, the, and where, where does the bassist is... go well the the um the vocalist is now the bassist and by the way he's an amazing bassist but he's also got a shit ton of a job to do now yeah he's not as good as the, he's not as funky as the first bassist i don't know technically if he's better or not but i, I mean, don't i don't feel the funk coming through as much anymore no i, I think that they I mean, this and the previous album um, both, like, really changed the sound of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think towards yeah. a poppier direction, which... Yes, yeah, I agree with what, that, which is probably what I'm exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. 
But like, um, I mean, if you watch him play, I mean, he's fucking. Going oh yeah, no, it's it, technically but, like, amazing. I'm sure. I'm just to the ear. I think what the thing is is he's doing a lot of the tapping, and yeah. so it's like you're probably some of the things you're hearing as guitar might actually just be the, oh, up top being, on the bass yeah, and tapping. Wow. That's I mean that's crazy, but I don't yeah I don't have the ear for that, so I can't appreciate it ultimately. Uh, but I that will is say that I feel like in Praise of Idleness is where this album really like I like Coconut Crab as an intro, but like yeah. in Praise of Idleness and then uh, it, whatever whenever. Oh, okay, like, good. I'm about to say because for me, whatever whenever is where the album starts because that's a great, great track. That is a great track. Yeah, no, like you, you have to be brain dead not to love this one. It's great, uh, but I don't. I, I don't, find yeah, this just I don't like the, those three middle ones. I guess between them. Yeah. I, Wait, between which Coconut one? Coconut Crab and whatever, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I like Praise Ghosts. of Idleness just because it's such a fucking downer song. Yeah, yeah, like... and I don't listen to lyrics, so I'm, I'm losing that anyway. So that makes sense. But I'm sure I, if I read the lyrics, I would appreciate it more. What I like about this album for me is it's it's like eminently singable. Like... Mm, really eminently singable? This These vocals are insane. But like, he, he's not... He's not... His range is pretty like... He's staying in a pretty reasonable range when he sings. I don't really know the lyrics, but, like, I just kind of, like, you know, bullshit my way along through them as I'm, like, listening to them. But, like, I, I absolutely find myself, this like... This isn't... I, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, man. These, this is not a reasonable range. This you is, don't think like... So? My range... No, I couldn't... My... I can't sing. Yeah, okay, you're a better singer than me, I guess. That's what it is. That's why. <laughs> well, that, okay, fair enough. I, I, yeah. sure, I, I mean, maybe I shouldn't comment. Yeah, to that. me, Rome is eminently singable because it's yeah. just the same exact tone the whole way through. Maybe the maybe the thing is is because Henry is like and insane. I I think have the same like yeah. like the same general like uh, sure, comfortable yeah, yeah. comfortable range. Like this is this is so in my comfortable yeah. range. Like I can like I can sing this no problem because it's like. I think we have a very similar like timbre, possibly in our vocal cords, a formant, if you will. I believe yeah. is the technical oh, term. Fancy, yeah. Actually, that's something. By the way, just not to digress too much, but that's something that I because I had sent you an initial version of that hyperpop song, and then I learned something called formant shift, which is basically you change like from an electronic perspective, you're changing the timbre of the voice. And once I fixed that, the vocals went from like literal chipmunk to still chipmunk, but sounds oh, good chipmunk. Yes. I see. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I learned about formants. I had never heard about those. Now I know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, I love the breakdown starting at 1723, where it's like losing the taste for living. And then like the like the yes. drum groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drums Fuck are way dude. better on this song as well. Oh, it's so fucking good here. Yeah. This is just a, this song in particular is just like I wish the whole album was up to this because this is so great. I uh, yeah. This this song, and then I'll see if you identify my other. Destroy the Tabernacle. Uh no. Oh. There's no eye in time. Oh okay. There's no eye in time. Fucking rocks my socks. That is, that is I think my favorite TTNG album. It was between it, a song rather. It's between that and Cat Fantastic, but I think no, there's no eye in time. Edges it out very, very slightly for just being an absolute banger for me. Yeah, no, I in time is really good. I have to, uh, yeah, it is good. The I part, just don't. It's a little. I don't like their slow stuff as much on this album. <laughs> I know. I have I'm, to tell you the point in that album because oh, it's like yeah, it, yeah. I guess it's the chorus. Yeah, twenty seven forty two. Yeah, I do. I do like their like. I do love the elimination of all the other instrument things and do, that little like guitar yeah. thing. Where, like that little like slide. It's like. Sing cause we die There is no alive yeah. Like and that little yes. like That little slide I 
Love that. Terrify your eyes, fried out the sight, guys. I love that line. I love that line. I don't know what it is about. Like, it's just because, like, I guess it's so, like, alliterative. Like, and then the little, like, like, oh, God, dude. I, I, I will listen to that song on repeat just for that little bit because it's, it, like, it just does it for me. I don't know what it is about it. Well, I know what it is, but it's that part. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because actually Destroy the Tabernacle, I have to, maybe I have to thumb through it, but actually I think that's maybe not one of my favorite songs on the album. I love it. It's like, it's the first song that has funky bass. It does. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I love me some funky bass. You do. And, I, and they go off key too, which you know, also know that I love from Echolin. You do love that. Yeah, I love actually that's probably one key. of the reasons why I'm not as keen on yeah, it. It's okay, I, but it's yeah. not my favorite. Yeah, I, I, off key is like, I mean, we're about to, we're about to talk about Cloud Dead, so, you know. <laughs> yes we are uh yeah so that destroy the tabernacle is probably whatever whenever destroy the tabernacle uh coconut crab i also like a lot those are like the standouts to me oh yeah oh i forgot how much stand out make maps just like mm. what about yeah. oh my bombs? god oh the vocals are so good on this song yeah i forgot how good it is it actually <laughs> sounds like mr bungle like a punky mr uh, not mr bungle echolin Oh, oh my God! This thing, this song bangs. This is my favorite song on the album, I think. Yeah, destroy the tabernacle. Yeah, destroy the tabernacle. That's so it, this is very punky to me. Oh yeah, and it's all off key, and it's just like yeah. I forgot how much I like this one. This is yeah. This to me is the high point of the album for sure. Um, maybe I might like this more than any other track on Animals, even Panda. Ultimately, just because I have to listen yeah. to more of it. I mean, it is it is the most different track on the album. I gotta for say, sure. yeah, it doesn't sound like the same band. It's like I, I want to listen to more of this, whatever band this is. Whoever whoever in the band like got a chance to write finally a piece of music, like our, this is the Ringo track. Yeah, exactly. This is the Ringo track, and I'm down this for a, the Ringo track. Hey guys, I'd like to write a song. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like okay, the okay, Ringo, sure, yeah, whatever yeah. you'd like. <laughs> it's about an octopus in his garden. It's yeah, like, and it's of course it is, key. Ringo. Oh, of yeah. course it is. We're gonna put it right up here on the refrigerator. Yeah, I know Family Guy did that joke, but I'm doing it again. So that's here it fine. is. <laughs> it's an old joke. Yeah, that's a great one. And then, like, yeah, immediately, I mean, just listen to Spunkless Notch after listening to Destroy the Tabernacle. And I feel like a whole layer of sound has dropped out. Like, the bottom of the song, like, the bottom of the album has just gone. Like, there was a bottom for a little bit. And, like, oh, look, there's there's no bottom anymore all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, and I don't, I like a bottom. I like a good, I like a good big bottom on my song. <laughs> I like a thick, that's what I'm saying here. Oh Jesus! There it is. But it's important. It's just like a, the baseline is very important to a song. The baseline is very. You know what, Stephen? You just made a bunch of basses very happy. Yeah, and it's like all the yeah the song before this. There's no I in time, which I know you like. I'm sorry, but like again, no bottom. Bliss Quest, no bottom. But whatever, whenever. Look about. Look, look at that. There's a bottom there. It's like <laughs> I feel the pressure in my ears all of a sudden. I guess there you go. So you gotta have that bass. You're all about that, that bass. No that's, trouble. God damn it. So yeah. Uh, Empty Palms is a fine outro to the song, to the album too. I don't have any, I don't have any particular say about it though. I guess it's it's the lyrics. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just I'm terrible. I, just I mean, it's, don't. Just like, it's best we part. I am broken and no good for you it's so like it's it's just like i find it very affecting you know like yeah let me, let me read them real quick when we... <laughs> i'm ter- i'm sorry i'm just yeah i'm glad i don't read lyrics to song because i i could not take that song seriously it's too it's too emotional emotionally charged oh i mean this entire album is yeah, like it's... i mean i mean you you know me i love sad music so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this is this is this is downer album 101 this i'm i'm glad i don't i don't read the lyrics to these songs because that was yeah. 
I just started laughing. It's probably not. I, I like my other reaction more with enjoying it. Um, yeah. This is, Where uh, is that part, though? What part? I'm trying to find that actual. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's sung beautifully is the thing. Yeah, I think it's around 39, 17. Uh, a little bit farther. 39, no, 39, yeah. 30. Yeah, ex- yeah, it's just like, yeah, cool. And then the drums come in. It's like, mm. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's just it's just so emo and sad yeah, sacky. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I, I, I mean, like. I eat that shit up, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, like, yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, I'm an you emo kid. Like, I've always been, reaction. and I always will yeah. be. Like, you know, <laughs> to me, it's just like, yep, cool. Like, th- these are emotions I felt briefly, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> Less than that, 15, I guess. But like, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, yeah, 15 years ago. I know you're getting like, old, Steve. You're not, not that, that old, old yet. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jinx, buy me a Coke. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. That, that, now, now we're really fucking dating ourselves. Nobody yeah. fucking says that shit anymore. But yeah, man. Okay. So, so between this, so you liked animals more than this. Yes, but I like to destroy the tabernacle the best, I think, out of all of the songs. I guess between the two albums, which one would you be more likely to listen to in the background? Oh, definitely Disappointment Island. Okay. See, and then there we go. That's the, yeah, the yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, that's, and that's the thing is like, I am, I like animals. Um, but if I'm playing chess online, yeah, I'm yeah, much more likely yeah. to throw either this, this? or 13.0.0.0 sure. yes, on. Is, yeah, I am judging these albums as like active listening. Uh, That's totally fine. I understand that. Yeah. I, I, this is, this is absolute. I like this album. This is my favorite album by them. I think yeah. edging, edging 13 out by a very narrow margin. But I think that Animals is maybe the better album of all of them. Yes, I think like, it is. I think musically it's better, but this one is definitely a better background album. Yeah, I would, I would rather listen yeah. to this, and yes. so therefore I like it yes. more. But yeah. I think Animals is the better. So I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't separate these. The only, the only choice was Animals, and which one between thirteen or this yes. was going to be the one. And well, I chose I'm glad this. You chose this. Yeah, because yeah. there's no I in time. Mm, rocks. Yeah. I love it. And you got destroy the tabernacle. Yeah, so everybody the tabernacle. wins. Exactly. Yeah, which I really like. I think that's a great song. It's like a. It's it, it's like it sounds like three. Have I ever made you listen to three, Stephen? I love three. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I have yeah, listened I to. I, I've listened to every album by three, including yeah. their like re-release. Like you know. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Did you like where they were they, they listen to their they, live album? Well, well, they did. No, they did. Um, they did re-releases of a bunch of their songs where like they they re-recorded them and they're all amazing. I lo- I wish fucking like I yeah. Stephen. I have a guitar tune specifically yeah. for playing three songs yeah, so because good. I they're love so like Joey Eppard so much. Yeah, dude, he is. Yeah, that whole that whole thing is fucking amazing. Three is so good. fucking. Uh, what what is it? Uh. Um, Bedroom in Hell is one of my favorite yeah. songs to just like bust out a guitar and play. And fucking Alive All Right and like just fucking and the entirety of their their concept album is so good. No, they're amazing. Yeah, I love so I love his style. I mean, we yeah. we could do a whole podcast on three and perhaps yeah. we should at some they point. They're like the ultimate jam band. Yeah, they, they they just like they're so fucking funky. Yeah, and I love his funky. I love his guitar technique. He's yeah. kind of like he's almost like semi-flamenco style guitar technique is just oh god i i've learned so many of his songs like i mean like dive yeah oh yeah Mm. oh god god he's 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 fucking incredible yeah okay i don't even know how we got on that topic but yes that's okay it's a different that's a whole podcast that's a whole podcast about how much i love fucking joey eppard and how good of a guitarist he is so good but shall we talk about cloud dead yes Yes, let's. What did you think of Cloud Dead? This is, well, I think, yes. Obviously, I chose this to be the the 
the ending, you know, yeah. because I like this. Mm. If you had recommended this album to me, like I said, six months ago, yeah. I don't know that I would have understood how much I should like this. Yes. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I knew after you listened to Boards of Canada and you liked it a lot, I was like, oh, and then you liked, um, fuck, uh, Jay Dilla yeah. a lot. And I was this like, is... oh, wait, he likes Boards of Canada and Jay Dilla? Oh, he understands. He understands now. This can, is not like anything. Jay Dilla. But it is. No, yeah, but yes, exactly, yes. It is just sample-heavy fun. That being said, though, because, I mean, this is a hip-hop album, obviously, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. like, is it, though? Because here, here I mean, I'm going to That's gonna a controversial out, topic. Are you right? I'm going to throw out three bands for you, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to, I'll judge by your reaction whether or not you think that I'm right or not. Uh, Cake. Sure. Beck. Yeah. Modest Mouse. I don't I haven't listened to too much Modest Mouse, like so Neither have I, but I've listened to enough. Like, I kind of know what they sound like. They're really weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Every yeah. like th- the vocalists on this album and the kind of like mm. somewhat general vibe, like it's yes. it's 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 not it's not the same. Okay, I'm not saying that this is this is like cake, but like like I could not help but think of like going the distance. Um, yeah. And I could not have mm-hmm. help yeah, but think definitely. of like like Loser by Beck or like, you know, just like the shit from Modest Mouse that everybody's heard. Yes. Like I could not help. Like it's like that spoken word versus hip hop. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, many hip hop artists do not call this hip hop to be sure. Like I... even the, the very intro to this reminds me so like, I mean, like reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like all, all I was like, oh my God, this is, this is cake. Like. That's what this sounds like to me. It's great. And like, yeah, it's, I think it's, I think it's honestly a masterpiece. This album. It is a masterpiece. It it transcends like genre discussion because it's like an art piece more so than like, you know, your average music. Like most music is primarily music. Like that sounds weird because obviously music is art, but like, you know, it's not, it's, it's music, you know, it's notes and shit and like they're making it and they're putting some emotion behind it and that's it. This is like an exhibit at a museum. Let me give you the hard recommend. Yes. Okay. Let me give you the hard recommend. This is the music that I wish that I could make. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, yeah, this shit is crazy. Like, this is so well-crafted. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it feels exacting and yet, like, so relaxed and fun. It's like they did it effortlessly, even though I'm sure it was a huge amount of work. I I would love to look at the DAW for the the digital audio workstation i would love to look at the fucking like daw screen of like what any of these tracks were because i bet that it would blow my fucking mind <laughs> like it's it's just like the amount of like meticulousness that goes into this is in just it's insane yeah no, no there's no accidental sound happening here they weren't like i mean they probably did do this because that's somehow somehow so let yeah. me give you some i want to give you some examples yeah go ahead right like some specific examples of the kind of shit that like i would never have understood had i not made music um and now that i have i'm like that's genius is on um keen teen skip around 606 okay oh yeah the it's how it transitions from the uh like the record skip to them like talking yes that's fucking genius and it's like but there's there's like a weird delay between the two voices at the same time even though it's like also coming in at the record skip yeah it's it's so good yeah and then later on in the track when they reuse that sample let me find the place i'm just listening to the song yeah 924 
924. Go to 924. Oh my god. It, just like, you can skip to any part of the album and it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, like the drill sound. Well, uh, shit, even the drill sound, but like the fact that like they recontextualize the sample with the beat behind it. Like, yeah. like, fuck, dude. Like, fuck. Like, <laughs> god damn it. It's so good. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, hell yeah. This, this it, like, album pisses is pisses me off. It, it, it makes me yeah. angry how good this is. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm angry at this album for them being so fucking talented. Yeah. Just genius. Absolutely inspired music. Yeah. The only the only track on this album that I'm kind of eh on is Rhymer's Only Room. That one's fine. But everything else. Yeah, no, Rhymer's <sighs> Only Room, because it's it's so minimalist. It's it's okay. Like it's, yeah, it's a little it's, boring. It's it's short, so I I can forgive it, you know? But like yeah. um God fucking Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard to talk about this album for how good it is. But like, there's Rifle Eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way that they use that sample, like the way that like you asked for it, you've got, you've got and then it. the drums come in. Yeah. Eye on the chart. Oh God. Yeah. It's it is, and and to, to go back a little bit, just like Velvet Ant, just like oh Velvet Ant, Velvet Ant, Standard Land, Border Two, A Pen, just like every little tiny bit of the album is just like. It's fun and also complex at the same time. Like, it's easy to appreciate how good it is. And that's that's very impressive. When, like, they make it, the artist makes it easy for you to, like, recognize how good they are. I, I, I don't, I don't think a person could not like this album if they like music. Uh, I think you underestimate most people's music. <laughs> I know, I do. I'm, I'm too deep into listen it. To music, but... yeah. Claudette is like, I was, I really was like 50-50 on whether you would like this album. I thought it might be a little too hip-hop-y still for you. Just because it's, it's like, it's, there's a lot of, sorry. Is it though? Like, I mean, like, it's interesting you say that. Because it's like, I don't know that I agree with, like, even if like, I, like, I'm trying to describe this. Like, if you've ever listened to, like, bands that have spoken word lyrics, and I, I just, I don't know that I would describe this as, it's, it's, there's hip-hop portions of this for sure. But, like, it's so barely that, you know? And, like, like I said, you know, I am open to listening to a pure hip-hop album. But, like, this is so far removed from me. And this is, like, like there's, like, a hip-hop artist in the same state as this album was being made kind of thing. Okay, you know wait. what I mean? No, 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 no. Let me, let me put something in here for you to listen to real quick. Uh, is this the best song? Yes. Yeah, this is. Okay, you want to... Here's... I'm going to put to post a, like... OG hip hop song from uh, Dr. Octagon, better known as Cool Keith. Okay. This is OG hip hop, like real shit, but like listen to it. Okay. Dr. Octagon Blue Flowers. I'm going to listen to this right now. Yeah. And like, like I said, like, I, I, I'm not sure that I'm going to love this, although I do actually no. really love the, yeah, the beat yeah. that they've laid out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Dr. Octagon is great, but, and then obviously it's not Cloud Dead, you know, but like. It's so interesting, by the way, how like I never would have understood or cared like about the underlying beat before like it would have oh, been like I, I, I would have like i would have recognized it but like i never would have thought about like how it's constructed or like any of the like any of the and that's what i have a so much of a better handle on now than i, I i've had in my life basically is like yeah. i have so much of a better handle on like 
music production and composition, which is a language that I just didn't understand, right? Like I understood music performance. That's what sure. I understood. And like, yeah. there's there's no performance it's, here. There's... It's interesting. I guess because me and Mason uh, ended up like doing like uh, using a, I don't remember what it was called, but like we used like a, a, an expensive music production program uh, to like make music for a while. And like, okay. none of it was very good, but like I understood at a, like pretty early how like complicated a song was when it came to like digitally constructing it so i guess i just i've always had an appreciation like i don't have the technical knowledge you have obviously um but like i always had an appreciation for how hard it was to like put a song together electronically yeah so, like, and i yeah i i've like i i've always i've had a very shallow view of what the elements of producing mm-hmm. any piece of music are like i didn't understand how deep the rabbit hole actually went yeah there's a lot it's yeah it's very complicated and very involved like, here's the thing and i understand the songwriting process of four musicians or five musicians where it's like i need i have a bass guitar i have one to two guitars a drummer and a vocalist you know and the limitations that that introduces and how you Mm. produce music for that group of people because up until very recently that was it that was all i ever did right like when i Uh. when i wrote and arranged music it was for five pieces or less you know yeah yeah, whereas whereas now there's also the extreme other example which is infinite musicians and infinite instruments Exactly. And the possibilities that are available to that. And I always kind of I always kind of discounted as, well, yeah, you know, I mean, but you're just putting shit on a computer. Like, how hard could it be? And ha ha ha. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay. Yeah. How hard could it be? Well, it turns out extreme like I mean, like that that that, uh, that track that, that, that I said. That explains a lot of things. That explains a lot of things. Because I oh, I knew how hard it was because I tried to that do That track it. Miss You that I sent you, the yeah. one that I made. Yeah, how many? That, that, I mean, that's that's like a minute and something track. Yeah, that took a long time to put together. Yeah, because it's fucking intricate. Like, there's a lot of shit going on, yeah. and there was a lot of tweaking that I had to do, and a lot of like, you know, yeah. fitting things into. I mean, one of the things that I learned about right is is fitting things into the frequency space, right? Like. When I first started making music, like, I just threw shit haphazardly at it. But, like, now there's a concept of, like, okay, well, I have something in the low frequency band. I have something, like, in each kind yes. of frequency band, right? I have that bottom. I mean, it's not even just that, right? It's, like, I mean, I've, I've been watching tutorials where it's, like, well, what I'll do is, you know, like, some, some you know, some of the people that I've been listening to, what they'll do is they'll, they'll, they'll go into the, uh, like, the EQ, like, the EQ graph, and they'll pull out all of the bands except for like a fairly narrow band, like, you know, between whatever two frequencies is like, cause I don't have anything in that frequency, right? Like that frequency is mostly empty and I want to fill that frequency out. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, like it's so obvious in retrospect, but like, it's something I never would have even, I would have even considered it. I wouldn't, it wouldn't even like, it's like, I, it's yeah. like, I have a bass guitar and I have an electric guitar and I have drums and I have a vocalist. You know, it's like, I don't fucking care about the frequencies. I just, yeah. you, I mean, you, I, you, I, you, I, I didn't think about that really either before now, but it's like, it's like all these kinds of things, like the electronic music space. I've always, I've, I've kind of always suspected that it was a very compositional space, but I didn't really understand what that meant. I understand what that means now. I am a baby when it comes to the electronic music space, but I now have enough understanding to know how much I don't know. Mm. Like I've watched, um, 
there's, I don't know if you've ever listened uh, or watched Andrew Huang. Um, he's a, I actually think he's Canadian, um, but uh, he's, um, he, he does this series. It's uh, four producers, one sample um, where they like, they go through and they, they all take a sample and they do something different with it. Um, Andrew what? Andrew Huang, H-U-A-N-G. H-U-A-N-G. I was going W. Okay. Yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Sorry. Yeah, well. It, it, Andrew, you're not listening, right. but if you, for some reason, were listening, uh, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Okay, yeah, he does, like, music stuff. I mean, he, so, like, if you've... Four he producers, has, um, I see, yeah. He's an incredible producer, and he has this gigantic, massive modular synth, like an actual hardware modular synth. That yeah, is, yeah, that's cool. It's beautiful. It's like a fucking spaceship. Um, but, you know, when he does Four Producers, One Sample, like, it's incredible... Like, cause you, I mean, you know, the, the producers, they'll, they'll generally show you their DAW, their, 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 like what their workspace looks like, sure. you know, and like what the actual tracks they're listening and like the, the, the tracks they're producing and the way they're producing these things. Like, I mean, the depth that you can go to in the compositional space from an electronic music perspective, like this is the kind of shit that like, you know, you know, I mean, people always talk about like, you know, like Mozart and Beethoven. If Mozart and Beethoven could have ever like <laughs> accessed this kind of like complexity, yeah, oh my God, can you imagine? they'd be like a kid in a fucking candy store. Yeah. Like this is it's yeah. amazing what's available. And it's yeah. amazing what's available for fucking for free, you know, yeah. to be able to play with. Like there, there used to be a lot of music. Now there is an infinite amount of good music. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's insane. So like I'm glad that you recommended this album to me. Because yes. I'm at very this glad time, you appreciated it because yeah, it's at so this good. time specifically. Yes. Yeah, well, because I knew I knew I couldn't do it, but I I wanted to because I've loved it for so long. But I was like, no, you won't like it. Like, well, I will say I think there's a fairly good chance I would have liked sure but, this album, but I love this album. Yes, good. That's the correct. It's an. It is one of the best albums of all time. So yeah, I mean, this is ugh. this is easily top ten for me without a doubt. I can understand why. Yeah. I it's I, I couldn't name you my other nine, but <laughs> Echolin, Three, Cloud Dead, Log, Flower Kings, etc. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just like it's so I, I I was so inspired by listening to this. You know? Like I was so inspired by just like Hell yeah. Like just I was just like, this is like Oh, there's like so many more things that I can learn and so many more things that I can do and so more creative ways that I can I can use samples and I can use sounds, you know, and I can think about like transitions and stuff like that. Like the transitions in this album are amazing. Yeah. You know? It's so smooth. Like, yeah. I mean like 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 that transition I was talking about in Rifle Eyes. Like it's just like it's so clean and it's so obvious when you think about it, right? Like it's like, oh, of course you would do something like this, but they did it. You know, yeah. and it's like, and that's, that's the, that's the artistry, right? Like that's, that's the thing that is the genius is the, yeah. I mean, of course anybody could copy doing something like that, but when they do it, yeah, it's, that's the brilliance. Oh my God. It's just, it's all so good. I can't, anytime I just like start playing it, just like minnows have teeth in their throats, minnows in their throats. And then it just like, and it just flows so seamlessly between the two vocalists, like oh, at yeah. all times. Like I will this? say Dead Dogs 2 um, is the one that got stuck in my head the most. Oh, yes, of course. Of yeah, that's that is the most eye that's the one that's the most eye cat. Ear catching. Like starting at 2702, I guess. Are they stand the sign? The two dogs dead. Sky so blue. Keep the blood to your head. It's like it's like I I was just I would just be singing that in the shower and I'm just like 
Wait, what is that from? I'm like, oh, that's right. It's the Cloud Town yeah. album. It's so satisfying. Inside of you, understand the sun. Yeah. And it's just like those, t- the tone is like so perfect. Yeah. It comes oh, yeah. in between. And the bass line is constantly like blasting away. And then, in, and the way they do like the, the popping and like the, the, the noise. Yeah. <sighs> Well, noise is, I mean, noise, noise is such a crucial part. It's such an under underappreciated part of composition. Like, even just white noise. Yeah. Like, like the synth that I, so there's this really, this there's incredible free synthesizer that I use called Vital. Um, it's a, it's a three oscillator, um, three oscillator synthesizer um, that has like a bunch of like low frequency oscillators. You can add a bunch of envelopes you can add and it has a white noise generator and like the the noise generator it's like there's so like for instance if you want to make a snare drum you you need fucking white noise like white noise is the thing that like gives it that kind of snareish like kind of feeling like remain there's there's so like there's so much and there's so much to just like adding little bits of white noise in the background, like, you know, adding, you know, adding like nature sounds or adding fucking, yes. you know, like city sounds or something just just to kind of fill out the frequency space, you know, and give you like a sense of a sense of something like a sense that like it's it's a full sound instead of just kind of like a couple of pieces of instrument. You know, it's 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 hard to really describe the depths of how good this is. Yeah. And it's it's all feels like effortless. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing well, that really impresses me about it. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's hard to pick apart. Yeah, you can't you know? be like, oh, yeah, well, they're just doing this thing here. And it's like, no, they're just like, the whole thing is the thing. They've, like, successfully made a completely, like, natural-feeling soundscape, which is obviously completely artificial. Yeah. I'm trying to find—I feel like there's a part where they used, like, reverse, like, reverse sounds a little bit. I don't reverse, remember where the Reverse is. sounds? Like yeah, we're like, we're like, they put something, something in reverse. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Sorry, I don't know. Reverse sounds just sounds such, like such an absurd <laughs> phrase. It's reverse well, yeah, sound. Yeah, I mean, you, like, you know what I'm talking like, about. You like, know, of course, yeah, rever- yeah, reversed sound. I feel like that's really affecting. And I feel like, I, I can't remember if there was, I feel like there was some of that in here. Uh, because I mean, I, uh, around in uh, Physics of a Unicycle, I think the, the symbol might be reversed. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, around like 36. If not, it's just, I don't know what that is. That's just an insane sound. Yeah, I don't know if that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And what's weird for me is like, for some reason, oh, that's right. Yeah. When I, um, when I downloaded this album, like many, 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 many years ago, um, it, it put it into alphabetical order in my, uh, playlist. <laughs> and so like for a very long time, I did not like have it in the proper order and it was still really good. But when it gets put in the proper order, it is very, very, very good. Oh, absolutely. It, it definitely improves it. Also, physics of a unicycle is the one where I feel like it reminds me the most of Modest Mouse. Like, it's that kind of, like, really, uh, like, almost, like, indie rock type of, like... Yeah, I mean, this is almost... This is very far from hip-hop, this this particular song. Like, starting around, like, 3330 or something. It's, it like, the lyrics of that, it sound, like, extremely indie rock. Actually, you know what other band it sounds like? The main drag. Jagged Gor- a Jagged Gorgeous Winter. I mean, the vocalists kind of sound like Cloud Dead, I guess, in a way, maybe. Eh, not really. Okay. It's, it's, I, it's, I could not, yeah. like, as soon as I was like, ooh, that sounds like the main drag. Um, okay, fair enough. But yeah, it's just like, it, it's, it, it sounded very indie rock to me, which, like, I mean, I like indie rock. That's dumb down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it spans genres, to be sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, this was a great album. Like, this is just, 
Yeah, I'm so happy you liked it. When I was when I was thinking about what to recommend, I like I was like maybe I should do Cloud Dead, and I started listening to it, and I was like, oh, I forgot this was like one of the best albums ever. <laughs> I just I kind of forgot that for a while. I forgot that this was the best album ever. Yeah, I forgot that it was like one of my favorite albums. Like, oh right, okay, yeah, I should definitely recommend because yeah. Jason likes Boards of Canada and Jay Dilla, and so yeah, he's not going to turn his nose up at like this really weird sample based band. And of I course, think I like I, I like house music, man. So yeah, I mean, I, I like house music, and so I love samples. But this like, is pretty I far don't... from house music. It's extremely <laughs> far from house music, but like I love like if samples are the things that are holding you back, don't worry, I like samples. No, 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 like, no, yeah. I... It was also that it was like primarily like talking vocals. I'm not against that. I, I, I in fact, I mean, I like I'm not against anything necessarily. I, I obviously I described in a previous podcast how I have a I think an ingrained negative reaction to like classic hip hop vocals sure. because of but you also being. It's more that Go you ahead. didn't like Death Grip. Death Grips, I think the problem that with Death Grips is that I just don't care. Like, I get it. I just, like... Yeah, sure. So, like, it's, that's why. It, that's why it's yeah. hard for me. It's like, because Death Grips, to me, is, like, right up there with, like... Uh, I mean, I don't... I wouldn't put it in my top 10, maybe, but, like, top 20, surely? Maybe even top 15? Yeah. It's so like, to me, when you're like, I don't care about Death Grips, it's like, how can you, like, not want to just, like, throw yourself out of a window when you start listening to that mixtape? I, I think that what what holds me back from Death Grips is that way, like in a lot of ways here. it's well it's just it's it's just like Rage Against the Machine in a lot of ways. Sure, I mean okay, that that's fair. That and yeah. Rage Against the Machine already yes. exists, yeah. and I already okay. like Rage Against the Machine. I, I so. accept that. I accept that argument. Okay, I, that's th- fair. I, I like Death Grips more, but I also don't listen to a lot of Rage Against the Machine. So like, yeah, there we go. You know, like I mean, like Bulls on Parade and shit. Like, if you listen to Bulls on Parade or you know, fucking, you know, I mean, just anything by like Rage Against the Machine, like it's got that same kind of like angry energy that like you know, like Killing in the Name of. Like, if you listen to Killing in the Name of, like, and tell me it's like, well, how how different is that from Death Grips? It's like it's not that different. It's different. But I- it's not. I might still recommend you listen to Death Grips again, just because you like your better understanding of because they do also do a lot of like sampling. Like if you want to make me, that's fine. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna stop you. Because I, 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 I have lots other gonna, bands that we need to get yeah. through, so it won't happen anytime soon if I do do it. I'm gonna make you listen to some things that I'm pretty sure you're not gonna like. Mm, yeah. So like, it's like do not feel like you do, you you can you you have to be restricted to things that I'm going to like. Oh, I I, yeah. I don't do that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. But I do try to make sure you don't like hate it. I don't want you to be like, "Fuck you, Steven. Like, that's nah, okay. It. it makes for good content. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this was yeah, yeah great. So this I was mean, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, These yeah. were some good recommends. I I will listen to Cloud Dead again. I'm not sure if I'm gonna listen to the Rome album again, yeah, but I fine. will listen yeah, to Cloud, Cloud Dead. Cloud Dead is is so good. Um, that's all I cared about. All the time. Okay, Rome excellent. was like the backup if you like hated Cloud Dead for some reason. Like, <laughs> But like you didn't, I think there so. were some good tracks right. off Rome, and I, I have some like interesting things that I might be willing to kind of incorporate into my own music. But like I, I it, it was it was it was the right album at the wrong time. Yeah, well that's fine. Yeah, I don't think uh, Flowers from Exile is super interesting musically. Ultimately, as I said, so <laughs> it doesn't that doesn't bother me. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, excellent. But yeah, next time. Yes, Elden Souls Ring. Up. Elden Ring, Dark Souls, all of the above. Ring. Praise the sun. Fucking praise the sun. Praise Never it. go hollow. Yeah. All right. See you next time.